This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, I would ask you all to leave your genitals at the door and bring your minds to these pieces. I don't believe... People always think about sex when they see a naked body. I believe they think about their own minds, their own bodies, and their own power. And that's what this show is really about. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. Tradition of blowing out candles. It's probably the worst tradition in the history of mankind. All the germs from your breath are all over food other people are going to eat. Everybody eats it. They go home. They get sick. They wonder how they got sick because they went to a birthday party. How do you come up with this stuff? Where does this come from? Why? And now. And meanwhile, where's Kevin? Oh, guess what? He's dead. Our feature presentation. I don't feel like he's dead. I don't know. That kid is very believable. <laughs> it sounded like he was very convicted. I uh, felt like he was dead until about 20 seconds ago. Oh, Bean, stop it. And then he walked in the room, and I thought, you know what? He's alive. He's, he is risen. <laughs> yeah. He is risen. It is odd to hear that beginning of the show start when I'm in the hallway. Mm. <clears throat> well, mm. it's odder that you're not here earlier. I mean, sure. Did I, I mean, take a wrong free- freeway today? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. I mean, God. that happens. Anyway, we've been here eight months or something like that. <laughs> you yeah, got but... on the wrong road? Yeah, I was supposed to stay on the 101 into Hollywood, which I do every single day, and uh-huh. somehow I ended up on the 134. I don't know how. Huh. You know how it just splits two lanes to the left? Kevin is like uh, a human Dungeons & Dragons game. You know how you just roll the dice and whatever <laughs> happens, that tells the story? Okay. But every day. Every day. Just roll the roll. dice. Whatever happens. Okay. That is my life, yeah. And every decision. Mm-hmm. Every Kevin, decision is God damn it. By a roll of the dice. <laughs> so well, when did you realize you were on the 134? Um, I was uh, in Ventura. As they split, as they split, I was like, you know what? Not over there. Sure can't get over there now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kevin, so, you're such a disease. How dare you? Oh. And how'd you how'd you feel about how things were going at that point? Oh, I felt pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I felt I'm, you know what? That's the that's one of the only times in eight months. Yeah. That's a okay. I'm gonna take that as a win. It is a victory. Did you contemplate doing like a remote from Glendale? No. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed that I would still be able to get here. Mm-hmm. So I think Kevin is doing exactly as well as anyone might have expected someone like him to perform in a position like that. Thank you. Well, it is, uh, well, I don't want to say your thunder, but it is uh, Wednesday. Hey, it's 29th. Wednesday, May 29th. 29th. And I have a, uh, I have a thing that I'm very interested in uh, discussing, but I have been blindsided. Oh. By the Westfield Topanga situation. (laughs) And I feel like instead we need to devote the time to solving one of the great mysteries of our time. Jensen, I'm going to hand it over to you right now. Yeah. Since you are actually married to Topanga, I think yeah. this is a this is a category that that, that you should explain rather. Well, than I somehow found a mystery more complex than the idea that the 
woman who played Topanga goes to the Topanga Plaza a lot, which is uh, <laughs> kind of crazy, but not do, as crazy. Do people bring that up, by the way, when they oh. run into her in the mall? No, they don't say it, but right. Muggs, uh, who's the engineer extraordinaire this week, he did say he saw her as a child in that mall and thought it was very strange. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Just, it was like Inception. I understand. Yeah, totally. I, I get it. Uh, so... I can't believe I found something crazier, which is for the last, I guess, two years, I have noticed that on a parking garage at the Topanga uh, Westfield Topanga Mall, it says Westfield, which everyone knows if you're a Los Angeles resident, that's signature in red. Right. Mm -hmm. So it says that in large. And then above it, where it would say Topanga. That would mm-hmm. make a ton of sense, right? Mm-hmm. Instead, yeah, it's, a name, it's a name of the mall. Name right. of the mall. Instead, it says Topanga, as, as we all think. And in front of the Topanga, Completely filling up the entire sign, mm-hmm. very large sign, perfectly fitting it, is an NGA in front of the Topanga. So NGA Topanga. All right, I have a question for you because I've been to that mall many, many, many times. Yes. Has, is this new or has it always said that? So last night I tweeted about it. Okay. Because Saw that. That's what got me interested. We have talked, Danielle and I have talked about it for months. It has bothered me. We've t- we've really contemplated we've played out every scenario as to why that would be the case and uh last night i tweeted about it and a lot of people have this way to check google maps from years back oh to see the sign before correct it has said mga topanga since 2007 for sure wow because the people found pictures uh of that, like right now, the mall has went under tons of reconstruction. At any time, spending this money, they could have fixed this sign. Right. I can't figure out for the life of me why an NGA would start the Topanga, and it fits perfectly. So it's not like it ever said Topanga, 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 Topanga. But let's also not pretend that would be insane. Right. Of course it would be. Okay. Here's a question. I'm looking at your photo right now. Yes. Does it look to you like the NGA and then the rest of the, the Topanga word? Are separate letters, or is it all printed out together on no, one looks the thing? Same. I, I would say I my belief from looking at it letters? is that they are separated. Okay, okay, they're separate letters. So it would have been very, it would be very easy at any point for somebody to go and just remove the front NGA. I mean. Then they yes. have to move over the Topanga. They would move though. over the Topanga, correct. Mm-hmm. They would move but it, it over be done. to center it, and it should be done. Now, right. someone last night on um, Twitter did also notice that the A in Topanga, the ending A, is sliced a bit to fit the sign, as well as the first N is sliced a bit. So <laughs> I love this. What are they, they have doing? interns doing their sign. Yeah, like what are they doing that it was sliced to fit on that sign? And how come no one is... Now, I want to go over North Garage access. It's not on the north side of the mall. It's not terrible. So, okay. Which what I thought, about the nerd girl alert, though? What about that? Yeah, someone did bring up nerd girl alert, which I thought was kind of uh, odd for the mall. Uh, the reach. Yeah, I also want to say there was. there's no SGA, WGA, EGA. There's no directionals. You know, this is also just not the North Garage. Um, it is bonkers, and it, it is. is a mystery for the ages. Is the company that owns it Westfield? Yes. And is it possible that there's a bigger company that's? Yes, and I have emailed both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I did think I did say to myself, "There's no one with a more journalistic background than her on this staff," because immediately She's our she own said, "Sherlock Holmes." Yeah, immediately she said, "Well, I've emailed them." Um, <laughs> I, I, I we did retweet it on <laughs> at Kevin and Bean uh, right now, so you guys can see the picture. But it is truly a mystery that I can't fathom the design. I can't figure it out. Yeah. Well, it's I can't bizarre. either because there was a meeting where they said, "Okay, it's called the Topanga Mall. Mm-hmm. Here's what the sign should look like," and somebody should have raised his or her hand and said, 
Why is there? Why are there three extra letters? It's the Topanga Mall. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else Topanga. said, "Oh, it was a mistake." And then they all sat there for a minute. But and I don't they went, think it was eh, a mistake. Do you guys want pizza? I, like, <laughs> I don't. I got to be honest with you. I don't know how it could be a mistake. I agree. I don't think it is a mistake. I think it was a conscious choice. But why? I can't understand what they're going for. Now, if at the end of the traditional Topanga, if at the end of the final A, it then said T O P terrible idea and you shouldn't yes. be in charge of logos but at least i see <laughs> yeah. the the common sense of it like they were finishing it yeah like oh least. like yeah, yeah it's almost like a scroll right you know what i'm saying right. like you're seeing it passing but i just can't i can't tackle it and, and it's been there over 10 years that's what we were that's what i was told yesterday by these google so map histories thousands of people have seen it yeah and, and probably had this question i wonder if they I wonder if anyone's ever asked them before. I wonder if Allie is the first. There's a guy sitting in an office just waiting for an email. I got an email. <laughs> <laughs> or what if I just won like a million dollars? Right. They're like someone. Once they finally notice and ask it, yeah, they win. It's like yeah. uh, you know, like the Da Vinci mall. Code. I, I solved Da Vinci. Very code. similar. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, but also, a couple of people yesterday from the Valley did tweet at me and say, you know, this has been killing me. There were other people really who've been bothered by it, um, and I just don't understand it. Well, I got a response, and they said, we will respond to your email inquiry within 48 hours. You may also contact our guest services team by text message, and then listed the times. Mm -hmm. I missed the time by five minutes. Oh, come on. Five minutes. I was like, oh, we could have solved this. There went the Pulitzer. But also, uh, it says, if there's an immediate security concern, please call, and then a number. And I thought, Do I do it? <laughs> I do have concerns. The answer to that is absolutely. <laughs> I do a lot concerns. of concerns. I, this mall, it, it is our, our hometown mall since we were children, both mm-hmm. Danielle and I. Uh, and it's our favorite mall. And it's almost like we've wanted to fix this for them. Yes. Like we, we right. want. All right, here's what end. we do. Yeah. Um, we go in the middle of the night. Yeah. No, we wear ski masks. Okay. Uh-huh. And Kevin. then we just paint over the NGA. <laughs> okay. And right. we take care of it for them. I think they'll thank us. And uh, we have to cut the end of that final A off. We have to slice that. All of it should be solved. All of it needs help. I mean, maybe we need to replace the whole thing. Yeah. They've got to change it, guys. Right? This can't stand. But it uh, doesn't make any sense. No. And again, I just want to reiterate all of the thoughts you're having as to why. If you're listening right now, and you you have to remember it fits perfectly on the sign. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say it was put there on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the problem. So why? With with all of your theories, just continue to remember it fits perfectly. Okay. Mm. Dumb question, but then then we have to move on. There are no dumb questions. Okay. Only dumb people. Only a dumb mall. (laughs) (laughs) Is it possible that there was a company, I know this is stupid, but we just got to rule everything out, right? Yes, please. Is it possible that there was a company before Westfield bought the shopping center whose initials were NGA. That was the name of the company that owned the Topanga Mall before Westfield. No, before it was Westfield, it was the Topanga, Topanga Mall. Plaza it was, its, it was its name before the Topanga. Well, I don't know who owned it. Yeah. I'm just, that's why I'm throwing it I out I don't there. believe it was owned by, I mean, it was obviously owned, but it was not owned by a larger company that would have had okay. a name. But it was hmm. called the Topanga Plaza at that time, which again, gets us nowhere. Right. So now it's the NGA Topanga Westfield. Yes. And, and by the way, if they want to commit to that, please do. The NGA Topanga Plaza or the NGA, <laughs> the Westfield NGA Topanga. We'll just call it that. Have you gone to the other parking garages? Yes. And, and they all say NGA? No. No, it just that just one. just this one. Okay, that is weird. Yeah, no, I've been to all the garages. I made sure there's no SGA. You know, right, I've done right, all the right. things I have to do. Okay. Also, it's not the north side of the mall. 
You've done your due diligence. Scares me that you have checked all the signs, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Danielle and I, I'm like Indiana Jones. She's like short round. We're just walking around the mall <laughs> trying, trying to solve this mystery. How is Danielle, A, not the face of this mall? I know. And she should be the one that they reach out to and say, listen, Danielle, we are sorry. Yeah, we are sorry that we blew this. Let us fix this. What if they never saw it? What if they put it up, and you're going to point it out, and they're going to go, What the hell? Why does that say that? Crystal Waters uh, just tweeted it and says, It looks like the word Topanga just wraps around the top. I wonder if there are letters on the backside of the sign. (laughs) By the way, not not (laughs) bad. One of the better suggestions. I would say I don't see any letters behind, but what a decision Mm -hmm. that would be. We should go right now. (laughs) I know. This is Field Trip City. (laughs) Please, uh... Keep us posted. Now, will we solve this mystery first or hear back from Limp Bizkit, which is going to be, which is likely to happen first? Um, I'm going to say neither. Quite a toss-up. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? No, we're not going back to the show, folks. This is a dangerous situation, okay? I don't know that it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think we're good. Uh, products you would like to bring back based oh, on yeah. the uh, new Coke. Mm-hmm. Topanga Plaza is one. Topanga Plaza. <laughs> I'd like, like to bring, to bring back, back that one. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, animal stories on the program today. We do. People are dying at Mount Everest. Yeah. More than usual. Yeah, dumbasses. Uh, and also, Bert Kreischer will join us in the studio. Oh, the machine. Love him so much. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Natalie's got her first what's happening for Wednesday. Well, here was the original story on? yesterday. Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones, of course, played Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. Um, he was hit hard by the show coming to an end. So hard that he checked himself into a rehab center for stress and alcohol before the final episode aired. According to the New York Post, the actor entered a luxury Connecticut facility for a mental health retreat weeks before the May 19th finale. And he's been getting treatment for stress, exhaustion, and alcohol abuse. And then TMZ said that Kit's reps got back to them, saying that he has decided to utilize this break in his schedule as an opportunity to spend some time at a wellness retreat to work on some personal issues. But they said that there's no rehab and emphasized the word wellness retreat. Here's uh, here's another part of the story that just made me go, what? This facility um, is believed to cost over $120,000 a month. Holy crap. So they better be doing a lot of wellness at that retreat. I've never hoped someone's addicted to something before. It's it's insane. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. What can you possibly get for $120,000 a month? I mean, there's only... uh, only comfortable enough rooms and good enough food to justify that. Can't imagine. I think privacy is a big part of it, too. Mm-hmm. That's I'm telling well, you about this Connecticut facility. <laughs> that that. Say, clearly, it clearly worked. Right. Now we have every detail of this story. Yeah. It, it is very sad, though, to see what a lot of the cast members on Game of Thrones did go through while well, they, they saw were the finale. Shooting. Well, no. I'm saying what they were going through during the shooting of it. Talking about depression. Talking about suicide. Brain aneurysms. It's just, they went through a lot. Yeah, they did. did. If I shot a war scene for 55 days straight, Mm -hmm. basically. I mean, it's like the Hearts of Darkness thing. The Apocalypse Now, you know, because people Mm -hmm. went crazy while filming that as well. Like, it's difficult and intense to do that stuff. Messes with your head, Yeah, people think it's just like green screens and walk away. That's not how, you know, shots like that... 
get created. I uh, mowed a lawn once, and I thought, uh-huh. I'm never going to recover from this. Yeah. It was, it, it was really, a, I went, it was a journey. That's yeah. not really the not same. Well, Were you so, also wearing, similar. like, one of those heavy fur pelts? No, I didn't have a fur pelt. Did okay. you have a sword? I didn't need a sword. Crown? Mm-hmm. No, no crown. Okay, but I mean, I'd I, say it's exactly the same. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I was pushing the mower. Sure. Oh, is what right. I'm saying. I wasn't okay. riding it. I was pushing it the okay. entire length of the yard and back. I'm going to just keep it a bean. <laughs> and I survived, so suck it up. Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, that, that's an odd odd thing. Odd take. Hey, right there. <laughs> Hi, sir. Um, hey, Stone Cold Steve Austin fans. He's getting his own talk show. Oh. USA Network has announced that the former wrestler will host his own talk show, Straight Up Steve Austin. It's been picked up for seven episodes, and guests will include NFL quarterback Baker Mayfield, country singer Trace Atkins, NASCAR legend Dale Earnhardt Jr., comic Gabriel Iglesias, WWE superstar Becky Lynch, and comics Rob Riggle and Sal Volcano from Impractical Jokers. So it's going to premiere August 12th on the USA Network. I'm into it. Are you? He has a great podcast. He's very funny. Yeah, he's been doing a lot. He's got his podcast. He was the face of the reality competition series, Steve Austin's Broken Skull Challenge, Mm -hmm. which what a coup to get Steve Austin for that, right? Lucky. (laughs) Luck out. We should have uh, Stone Cold back on the show. I remember him as being a very entertaining and interesting guest. Agreed. Awesome. All right. I mean, let's put it out to the universe. We that's what you do. That's, that's all you do is just put it out Bean to the radio Baxter universe. Baxter said so. I like it. It's, uh, it's I like he's here already. Yeah. I like it, guys. Um, Kevin, this story's for you. Yep. Uh, you like uh, some Lucky Charms? I mean, a lot. Uh, do you like the marshmallow part a little better? Of course. Okay. Um, are you aware that um, you can order eight-pound bags of just the marshmallows? Have two of them. Do you really? I do. All right. <laughs> they're just, they're giant and they're just packed with those marshmallows. Do you put that part into the actual cereal of as course. well just to have a heaping of bowl of marshmallow? You okay. Pull in your, pour in your regular amount of soup. Um, uh, soup. <laughs> you <laughs> might cereal. do it. That you is might. a weird connection. And then you just take the bag and you just dump it on okay. top. I mean, so right. it's the it's breakfast like, of champions. It's like double stuff Oreoing your, your cereal. Yes. Yeah. I see. Fantastic. Okay, so the bag comes in um, an eight-pound bag, a three-pound bag, or a 1.5-pound bag. I'm going to say you probably got the three-pound. Um, I don't know. It's pretty big. It's bigger than the Do box of... you think it's of... eight-pound? Maybe. Oh, my gosh. Kevin. What? It was a, a Christmas gift. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Turn I, it down? I love my soup. Point. What am I good supposed point. to do? He I need soup. soup. He loves yeah, I need, soup. I need my soup. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I think uh, nobody should be making fun of Kevin for this. I think it right? sounds like a great... I mean, I think when he, when he runs out of this eight pounds of marshmallows, <laughs> he's going to buy another one. Right. 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 Yummy. You don't ever want to be without that in your pantry. Yeah. Correct. It's from a brand called Buy the Cup. It's a little shop in Indiana that's, I dare I say, doing God's work. That is awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Yeah. Good times right there. Hey, some birthdays for you guys. The greatest. Danny Elfman. Love. How much do we love him? All. Oh. So much. Uh, one of the um, Gallagher boys, Noel Gallagher. He's the watermelon one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one who smashes the watermelons. Not no, his twin brother. And his brother is Gallagher, too. No, no, no. 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 These, are, these are the guys Mecca- from Oasis. You guys remember Oasis? Yeah. 
Liam and Noel? Not no. sounding familiar. Okay. 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 Uh, Melanie Brown, who's Scary Spice of the Spice Girls. You've got actress Laverne Cox, comedian Daniel Tosh, actor Rupert Everett, and actor Annette Benning. And that's what's happening. The Kevin and Bean Show. Mornings on K-Rock. Right now, though, our new segment, uh, DJ Omar Khan is hot, but he's a lying liar who lies. Hey, Omar. Hey, what's, what, what happened here? What did I do? Were you, were you aware that that was... <laughs> <laughs> I was not aware of that. It wasn't said that way on the schedule. Surprise! <laughs> um... Kevin and I have long had a policy on this program that we have shared with you out of the goodness of our own heart because we love you and okay. we care about you, not you, the listener. <laughs> and um, we have said, if we've said it once, we've said it a million times, Kevin, and that is never go home early. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right? Explain of course. why. Because if you just don't want to ever risk if something's going on, just... Don't go home early. Maybe maybe 15 to 20 minutes late in case they're, you know, wrapping things up. Just, just Wow. Kevin and I always assume the worst is happening, and we just don't, we don't need to know. What okay? kind of mess is happening? <laughs> well, we don't know because we never come home early. So this is a man who is working for a small, he's working nights for a small local newspaper, and he at one point is asked to drop off some flyers at a facility that is nearby his home. So he thought, hey... I'm going to swing by and check in on my adorable young mm. family. So what do you suppose happens, guys? Uh, she had set up lunch? Yeah, no, she had I've... a whole spread waiting. Like a buffet? Uh, yeah, well, she had a spread oh, waiting. Uh-huh. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> for him. Okay. Um, I was smitten with my family. I hated working at night, especially the part about being away from them. I pulled up in front of my house, and I immediately noticed there was a big black Dodge truck parked in my driveway. Why has it got to be black? Well, it just happened to be. Oh. This truck was not recognizable as belonging to anyone I knew, so I double-timed it to the front door out of concern for a possible intruder. Now, again, you listen to the Kevin and Bean master plan, you drive on by. Yes. That, that truck is not going <laughs> right. to be there when you get home if you come home at the regular time, okay? He continues, once at the front door, I could clearly hear sounds from the master bedroom window next to the door. Sounds I recognized as my wife engaged in coitus. Well said. Oh, Who uses that word? With some other dude grunting and moaning along. Noticing uh, I went in through the front door, I sprang into action. Uh, I kicked the door the rest of the way open and said loudly, Honey, I'm home, in a really sarcastic tone. The ensuing chaos was mildly hilarious. A blur of naked male ass cheeks streaked from my bedroom to the bathroom, then closed and locked the door. All right, here's where Omar deviates from, I think, the norm. Okay. And, and maybe we ask, uh, Kevin, you're, you're the young man in this uh, scenario. You come home, your wife is, uh, you know, is doing the... First the- of all, I don't come home. I'm with... I'm with you. Oh, okay. check your watch. Right, right by. All right, you make the mistake, right. and you come home, and your wife is doing the hot tamale or whatever is going on in that bedroom. What's your, what's your uh, reaction? What if the hot tamale is going on, I'm joining in, guys. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't. What's your reaction? I don't know. How do you handle it in the moment? Wouldn't your first instinct be to hit the guy? Yes. Thank you. 100%. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. Wait, I looked right. I looked in the bedroom. Hold on. I looked in the bedroom of my wife. She was sitting up in the bed, covered neck down with a sheet, sobbing, saying she was uh, sorry over and over. I said as calmly as I could, I'm going to see your guest out. Then I have to go back to work. But from now guest. on, be a mother to our son. Then I picked up a pair of pants for the floor that weren't mine. And Put them on went to, went back to work. <laughs> went to the bathroom door and said, man, I have your pants out here. Open it up and I'll pass them through. Then I need you to get the F out of my house. He opened it up, took the pants. Then a minute later, he came through the bathroom door and pow, I sucker punched him in the mouth the second his face came into view, drawing blood immediately. 
care of my friends were there. Turns out. Oh, okay. <laughs> he never. Okay. <laughs> Still fighting, Bean. Okay, sorry. He's not fighting back. It's just one, right. one guy. Okay. <laughs> That's quite a punch. Oh. He, okay. he, he oh. He, oh. <laughs> that was it. The last one was wow. it. He never it was a called the police. It turned out he was a co-worker at my wife's place of employment, was also married, didn't want to be found out. And now I regret what I did. It is and was against my nature to use violence in an offensive manner. At the time, I rationalized it as being self-defense. There was an intruder in my house. All right. So yesterday I bring this up, and Omar says what? Uh, if Yeah, if I was in that same situation and I came home and I found uh, my wife having sex with some dude, mm-hmm. um, I would be more disappointed and angry at her rather than the dude. And um, I would acknowledge... Where? No, I, you know, I would acknowledge the fact that this was happening and say, like, you know what, this, you know, we're through. This is, you know, at the time, right? I think this is what I think would, right? And then I would go grab my kids and I would pack all her stuff and say, you know, sayonara, you know, and, but my kids, I wouldn't punch that guy because I would think, okay, he could then, you know, grab me for assault. You're and all giving this. yourself a lot of thinking time. Yeah. It seems to me like this was all reaction. For for this guy, yeah. yeah. But now, the, the but way. For any guy, I, for uh, any guy, I'm telling you, it would be a crime of passion and would be. I think it's more unlikely that you don't punch him than that you do. I think 99 out of 100 dudes listen, are going to punch that guy in the face. Listen, if I... <laughs> we don't have time for that. If I didn't have children, and man, if my children didn't change the way I am so much... I would have said before, yes, totally, 100%. I would have decked them and, uh, without any question. But now I put them, everything I, almost, everything I do in life, I put them mm. in the equation mm-hmm. so much that I know myself. And that's a cuck, she said, with a U, by the way, for first. <laughs> I got um, a delay. I didn't know. So oh, you did know I said cuck. <laughs> See you. So, yes, very okay. different. But different Omar, words. your ki- your small children, like in this case, are in bed. They don't see it. How does it affect them if you punch? If this the guy, guy turns around and sues me for assault or whatever he can do, mm-hmm. I'm screwed. I'm in jail because I assaulted this guy. And what if I really did do some damage? And he g- goes on further, presses charges. No, that that I'm not. I'm not down with that. Trust do- me. I was that guy who, in my twenties, was oh violent. I'm gonna kick. Let's go kick some ass. I was that guy. I am not You're that, still guy. that guy. I have no. I have no time uh, still. for that kind of Why? nonsense in my life what? anymore. What has to happen in your life? For you to hit somebody, then if a guy drilling your wife isn't enough, oh, what has to happen? Do you have oh, to. I don't love I, oh, that. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not going to say what I what, what I want to say, but it's got. It, 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 there's certain things that, that get ugly or whatever that will affect me. That yeah, for sure, I'm going to go violent on somebody. But but don't you also think? You know what? Cassie deserves better. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, there's also a part of me where, um, it, it's just sex. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 like like get okay, out. Cassie, like, if you're listening, you get a pass. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> so does your, no. so your boyfriend it, apparently? It's like you know, it's 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 not like a, a tremendous, huge deal. It like like, Dude, but you don't have any idea you know when you I mean? walk in on that. You have no idea how long it's been going on, how much exactly. emotional contact. Exactly, or exactly. Like once I figure it out, and if I knew, if I know it was an ongoing thing, oh or if it was God. a friend of mine, that would be different. Omar's oh, unable. Omar, a friend of mine. Omar does research, then drives over to his house. 
I owe you a punch. <laughs> and it hits him real fast. It All is right, different, final, but I am not that guy anymore. And you final are a liar? question. Final question, because we're almost out of time, Omar. And this is serious, and I want you to respond seriously. Okay. Why the you lying? Why you always lying? Oh, my God. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Maybe a raccoon. I mean, all I... What? I said, first, though, how about some animal stories? And then I was supposed to hit it? Okay, do it Then you hit it. Do it again. Uh, first, I have a special place. Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to. I want to thank uh, contributor Jensen Karp on oh. the Kevin and Bean Show for like sending, dude. sending me an email. He's very helpful as mm-hmm. a listener. And uh, he sent me an email about an Amazon parrot in Brazil named Freddy Krueger. All right. Now, the reason the parrot is named uh, Freddy Krueger is because he has a horribly disfigured face. And the reason his face is disfigured is because he was first brought to the zoo in Brazil about four years ago having been severely injured in a shootout between police and gangsters during a raid on the drug den where he lived with his owner. Okay? Man. So he's been in this zoo for the last four years, and then uh, and he was hit in the upper beak. He was blinded. He suffered burns to the feathers that grow between his eyes. Earlier this month, he was bitten on the leg by a snake. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> of a non-venomous variety. <laughs> It's, it's bled, his time to go, dude. Yeah, he I'm bled. saying he's he's done some things <laughs> Let in him his go. life. Yeah, yeah. Freddie's seen some stuff, man. Yeah. Before he went blind with a gunshot, he bled profusely but survived. Unfortunately, he was then stolen okay. days later. <laughs> what? When three armed raiders burst into the zoo, the raiders, the did? raiders, they're, raiders. Ca- they're called raiders. Oh. Yes, armed raiders who burst into the zoo in Cascavel, overpowered the security guard, and made off with two parrots and a cylinder of gas. Two day why do you break into what? a zoo to steal parrots, by the way? <laughs> Are they expensive? I, I don't, don't know. I don't not know. this I mean, janky one. Yeah, not the one with a shot face. <laughs> yeah. It's got an they, eye patch. I don't know. <laughs> they apparently don't die. That's one thing I know about. <laughs> Two days later, however, 
Freddy returned, discovered by zoo staff at the foot of a pine tree beside his cage. The details of Freddy's comeback remain murky, although drops of blood near his home have fueled speculation that the notoriously aggressive parrot bit his way out of wherever he was being held. He's a bit of a wild one. He's a the baller. Zoo, the yeah. zoo's vet was quoted as saying. Uh, they suspect that Freddy's mangled features might have pr- proven his salvation given the limited market for deformed parents. Just <laughs> <laughs> sentence I never thought I would say. I don't know if Freddy is really unlucky or really lucky. What say you guys? Uh, I'd say way unlucky. I think we found the villain to the next John Wick movie, though. Yes, oh, I, don't hate that. I agree. Don't hate that. A, a man in Florida has apologized. Oh, this story legitimately and seriously upset me. Ali, I'm sure you saw it yesterday. It was all over social media. He has had to apologize. He's a lawyer based in Clearwater, Florida. He forced a raccoon off of his boat into the surrounding water 20 miles from land. Oh. Wow. So he pushes off from the dock and does not realize there is a raccoon on board. Once he sees that there is, he decides he doesn't want to be on a boat with a raccoon. Um, there's no indication in this uh, in this article that the raccoon, or in the man's Facebook post about it, by the way, that the raccoon was being particularly menacing, that it was attacking, that it was dangerous. The video that he posted, to me, looked like the raccoon was scared, didn't want to be there either, was clinging to the edge of the, the you know, edge of the railing. And this guy went closer and closer to him until the raccoon just jumped into the water. Oh, what, no. What makes it worse for me is you can hear him in the video going, well, we're going to have to push him off. And then when the raccoon falls off or jumps off, he says, so long, sucker. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> I God. Think is, I think it's unnecessary. Did the raccoon uh, rob him? No. Okay. The raccoon, although he was wearing a mask, Kevin. <laughs> the, uh, it just seems completely unnecessary to kill an animal like that if you don't need to. Now, raccoons are strong swimmers, but I don't think they're 20-mile strong sing- swimmers. Do you? I don't no. know that anyone is. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I feel like that's a long way. Well, anyway, because he posted on the Florida uh, on his uh, Facebook page, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission is investigating to see. And that's a dumb thing to do, by the way, is to post something like that anyway. Uh, one more story, because we're almost out of time here. This is a Craigslist ad from an unnamed woman in, not an ad, as a post, in Richmond, Virginia. She asked if anyone had lost a cat. She said, I found this cat last night. He was stuck in between the fence, screaming his head off. I brought it inside because it looks too big and healthy to be a stray, and the dogs in our neighborhood escape often and will attack cats. It's very thick and has little stripes and spots on its legs. Now it's being fat shamed. And big, white, round spots on the backs of his ears. The only thing that looks wrong with it is it doesn't have a tail. This ain't a cat. No. It's not a cat, Al. You're absolutely (laughs) right. I took these pictures last night, so the lighting makes him look brown, but he's actually more gray, and he's very, very hungry. Please, if you're his owner, contact me as soon as possible. I can't keep him here. As cute as he is, he's gotten crazy, gotten into everything in the house, and seems to be extremely aggressive. Well, Craigslisters were happy to report that it was a wild bobcat that the woman had (laughs) brought into her home. (laughs) Which apparently are very common in North America and known for their short bob tails. She was shocked by her mistake. She then updated her post to thank people for the advice. I want to thank everyone who told me this is actually a wild bobcat. What the F? No wonder he was so grumpy. I kidnapped him from the wild. I'm not from America. I've never even heard of a bobcat. I thought all wildcats were bigger than that. I can't believe I brought him inside. And he peed all over the damn house now, so I have to clean everything. Not only that, he was rude. (laughs) Anyway. He peed on my carpet. I'm glad at least he's okay and not a lost cat. I've already let him back out near the trees where he came from. I'm also okay. No bites or scratches. So she got very, very lucky with a bobcat. You don't, I mean, look, I appreciate that you're trying to take care of the lady. I mean, her heart was in the right place. That could have ended very badly. Sure. Could have ended very badly. 
So don't do that. I think we've learned some valuable lessons today. R.I.P. Freddy Krueger uh, at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> this has been Animal Stories. Animal Stories in the news. Animal Stories to cure your blues. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Dottie's got what's happening here on Wednesday. Well, this was big news yesterday, and strangely, a lot of people upset by it. Mackenzie Bezos, whose recent divorce from Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos, which netted her about $35 bucks, has pledged to donate half of her fortune to charity. She was one of 19 people on Tuesday to sign the Giving Pledge campaign. It was started by Warren Buffett and Bill Mm -hmm. Gates. They launched it in 2010. She said, I have a disproportionate amount of money to share. My approach to philanthropy to philanthropy, will continue to be thoughtful. It will take time and effort and care, but I won't wait. And I will keep at it until the safe is empty. So she becomes one of 204 people from 23 countries who have signed the pledge to give away half of their wealth during their lives or at their time of death in a will. Mm-hmm. And there were people online that were like, Oh, like she even needs any more than half of that. Like they're saying we, that she should get more. Yes, they were can mad. We just let this woman. By the way, her husband Jeff hadn't signed the pledge. Can we maybe just give her a minute and just be like, hey? Thanks, I wonder what the big. That. I wonder what the big difference between her and Jeff is. You know what I mean? Like, what, why people would be more mad at her than <laughs> yeah, I don't than him. I, I wonder. Think of a reason. Two rich people. Figure it out. So we live in a world now, Ali. If mm-hmm. I understand internet trolling, yeah. where a woman has announced she's given away almost twenty billion dollars yes. to charity, yes. and people are dissing her for it. Yeah. It's, it's, and if it's you don't know what dissing insane. means, you need to go to the slang. slang yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're all rashing her. <laughs> we are. It seems like we're rashing her. her. This yeah. is crazy. This People is crazy. That's you guys. Yep. Uh, Chris Kattan raising quite the accusation against his former Saturday Night Live boss, Lauren Michaels. He's opened up in his new memoir, Baby Don't Hurt Me Stories and Scars from Saturday Night Live. What is love? <laughs> Baby don't hurt me. There it is. You will have a whole new uh, thought on that song when this story's uh, yep. done. Uh, oh. He accuses Lauren of pressuring him to have sex with a night at the Roxbury's then director, Amy Heckerling, to try and keep her attached to the project. So I guess one night... How does he know uh, he's good at it? Well, one night prior to the movie's filming, she allegedly asked him to have sex, and he was shocked. Was she joking? He tried to keep it light, blah, blah, blah. Lauren called him the next day and said, Paramount would only do the movie if Amy signed on as a director, not a producer. So if you wanted to make the movie happen, we got to keep Amy happy sort of thing. I'm so sick of us men ending up on a casting couch just to get a role in Hollywood. Look, we're actors, okay? We're there for the craft. We're Mm -hmm. not there for cheap physical sex. Well, by the way, We're not just a piece of meat. He had the role. He just wanted her as the director. That's what we meant. Um, But Lauren Michaels reportedly said, Chris, I'm not asking you to effort, but it wouldn't hurt. So Chris Kattan's like, I don't want the story to be like my career tanked because I wouldn't do this. So went ahead and did it. Um, to this song? Most likely. And was Will Ferrell in the room at the time <laughs> doing the head motions? Well, to this day, whenever I think about that conversation with Lauren, I feel repellingly pathetic. Um, I think you should feel maybe worse because John Fortenberry ultimately stepped in as director. Like, how bad was it? Maybe it wasn't that good. Amy Heckerling's like, "Mm, I'm out. I don't like that. (laughs) 
By the way, this is a Chris Kattan book, and I wasn't expecting any kind of revelations that uh-huh. would be interesting. Is also the one where he reveals that he was physically crippled from SNL, and that's why his career never recovered from leaving that show. Is because he literally could could barely move. Oh, Mango. It's yeah. Kind of, it's kind of weird because I read I read the excerpt yesterday, and I realized if this was the other way around, if this was say Tina Fey or you know any female actress from mm-hmm. SNL, it would be like. Oh, huge news everywhere. Front page story. Yeah, yeah. front page story. Yeah. So it was very odd to... N- I mean, I, I thought I was surprised to wake up and not see it really on a ton of radars. Yeah. But I mean, being basically forced to have sex with someone because of work. And yeah, then doing and- it poorly enough that she quits. <laughs> well, but to be afraid of losing your, your job, job based and on- your future because your boss is telling you to bone someone. Yeah. No, it goes both ways. But you're right. If this was a woman, this would be splashed on every headline. I thought uh, almost Weinstein-esque. Yeah. Anyway, it's, uh, very it's weird not story. Yeah, I. Uh, this is a very minor footnote to this story, okay. but I sat next to Chris, Chris Kattan on the plane one time mm-hmm. and taught him how to, helped him set up his Twitter account and taught him how to tweet. Oh, because he'd never uh, he'd heard of it, but he didn't know what it was. And he that saw is, me, it is covered in the book. Out. That whole flight is covered. Oh, in the good. Book. Oh, good. So. Yeah, oh, oh my! God. It's riveting. It's riveting. We had six hours we had to do this, and he yeah. just kept telling me to hit tweet. He, yeah. was a, he was a very nice man. We had a very, very pleasant conversation. <laughs> Maybe a touch of picture. Love you on SNL. <laughs> I did. I thought it would be. I, I thought one chapter was enough. To be honest about the flight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when we come back, we're going to talk about the latest dating term. I don't know if Slang Man is up <laughs> on this yet, but I'm sure he is. You know, but it's the latest dating term. All right. It's a good one, you guys. But first, some birthdays. Danny Elfman, Noel Gallagher, Rupert Everett, Annette Benning, Melanie Brown, Scary Spice of the Spice Girls, Laverne Cox, and Daniel Tosh. And that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. One of the things I love about uh, having Jensen on the program is he introduces us to new things all the time. He has mm-hmm. a weekly feature called Get Up On This that he does on Thursdays. But throughout the week, he'll say, hey, have you guys heard about it? And it's usually no. <laughs> and oftentimes it's magic. And I feel, I'm feel i feeling a little magic today. Uh, well, oh. I hope not to let you down. Uh, his name is David Burke, but he's best known as Slang Man. It's oh, uh, a great name, first it's, of all. It's a nickname I'm estimating is 55 years old. <laughs> it's a white man who gave this to himself in the same way that I would just call myself like the buffest dude around <laughs> or like Mr. Perfect <laughs> Radio Voice. Uh, I found Slang Man during a local interview he did with KCAL 9 here in L.A. three days ago where the subject was to be, it was supposed to be, decoding your teen's text messages. So this was supposed to be for parents who are nervous about what their kids are texting. Mm-hmm. Sure. Something to keep in mind as you hear it. Now, Slang Man is an expert because, uh, as his website shows, he sells textbooks, probably like 15 different ones, videos, manuals, all to teach people slang. Uh, in his bio, he brags that he supplied materials to Berlitz, UCLA, NYU, Boston University. What? Uh, so he has credentials. Yeah, an audience of 250 million with 120 uh, countries. So that seems like an expert, right? Sure. Sure. So let's get into the segment that I saw on KCAL right now. Uh, you tell me if this is the slang man or if it's just Fred Armisen doing a character. Uh, let's <laughs> let's hear his origin story as to how he became the slang man. Tell us first, though, what got you started writing these books about slang? Well, I was at the gym with a French friend of mine working out, mm-hmm. and someone came up to him. His name is Pascal. Uh-huh. And his friend said, so, Pascal, what's up? And Pascal takes a step back and starts checking out the ceiling. Oh. I said, no, 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 that, that's just slang. <laughs> and so to make things worse, his friend said, so, Pascal, did you hear how the Italian soccer team licked 
the French team. Oh. And when his mouth dropped open, I thought, gee, what an interesting visual he must have just had. Yes. So I thought, there's a book. Okay. Slangman, that, none of that, that happened. That never none happened. Of, none, none of that, of that, that happened. All no. I, what's up? The guy looked at the ceiling? No. What year was it? <laughs> come up with a, <laughs> come up with a better story. Was it the, the 20s? The only thing that did happen is that Fred Armisen created a new character. That's awesome. <laughs> I can't believe this is a real thing. Okay. So where does he get his slang? What is his process? Yeah. So what happens is through Twitter, mm-hmm. teens tweet me. Oh. And yesterday, I was at a party. Uh-huh. There were seven teens there. So I asked them a question. Uh, I'm going to call it physical slang. I asked them, okay, how do you guys shake hands? So do you know about the, the, the typical teen yeah. handshake? Yeah. It's, uh, you, yeah, it's always like kind of one of these. This, yeah. and then you, slide, you also slide back and yep. then you, you fist pump again. Yeah. What um, is going on here? Okay. He's at a party with a bunch of teens. No, no, seven, 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 seven teens. Seven teens. It's ex- very specific about the and, number, and though. And none of them asked if he was a narc? No. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. Okay. <laughs> hey, kids, how do you shake? Here's the other thing. The shake that he does do with her is just the normal handshake, slide back, fist bump. I mean, that's been around since like the 60s. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, this isn't modern slang or physical slang. So Amy starts to bring him, the uh, the interviewer, uh-huh. starts to bring him back into the topic, which is modern day texting. But out of nowhere, he starts quizzing. So first, something from the 70s. Just okay. to say, kind of, kind of loosen okay. up those slang muscles. Okay. Right, so uh, from the 70s, what does it mean if a teen from the 70s tells you something and then says, psych? That means they're kidding. They're kidding. Yeah. You, you win. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, what about that was, psych? That was tough. I mean... <laughs> Again, he was what brought a scam on. Artist. He was brought on as a modern day slang expert. <laughs> he just told us what psych meant, and he's so excited. I, for those who visually need to know what he looks like, he looks a lot like Mike Myers. Tell like, me how old again? About fifty-five. Wow. Could it be Mike Myers in another one of his mm-hmm. crazy oh, like costumes? a gong show? Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's another one, and again, supposed to be talking about modern day. This is from the '80s, proving that slang man truly is on the pulse. If a teen says to you, from the 80s and even today, uh-huh. you're fat, have you been insulted or complimented? Uh, complimented. You've been complimented, <laughs> right. But if somebody from 20 and up says you're fat, it, that's not good. not so good. That's no, not so good. No. He's wrong. He is wrong. He's wrong because wow. he even says people that are 20 and up call you fat. That's bad. No, fat is from like Russell Simmons Fat Farm <laughs> mm-hmm. and like LL Cool J. Like, oh, that's a different gosh. era. Like no one says fat, dude. I love this guy oh, now. No. I'm Slank turning Man. on him because he's the best. Slang Man's the greatest. Right. Uh, now Amy, who's clearly wondering what went wrong with the pre-interview, starts pushing him towards modern slang and it's just nuts. Okay, what does it mean if your teen says, I'm going to put on my jams? Not my jammies. I'm going to put on my jams. No, this Music. isn't real. Music. Very good. Not mm. real. I wonder if everybody else out there got that. I right? hope they did. Okay, now Amy's oh, starting. I hope everybody got she, that. Because... She's starting to turn. Because okay. she's realizing this interview is very bad. Or she's being punked. Because I, I would think so, too. I think it would be somebody punking me because he... He's so awful. He's yeah. so also he I love that he is on the pulse of things but he was like jams, not jammies. Like jammies <laughs> was for sure the thing that first came to mind for her. Okay. Uh, <laughs> another example of modern and I swear to god, I have done 20 to 30 minutes of research. This slang term does not exist. If your teen says Nancy is rashing me, does that mean mm. A, call a dermatologist? Oh. B, wear gloves when giving Nancy a hug or tell her to stop it? I'm going to say, tell her to say, she's on you. Yes. Why are you rashing me? Yeah. Oh. I heard that one.
No. Good. Not no, a real it term. Doesn't exist. I've looked it up on Urban Dictionary. I've looked everywhere. It's not that's not a true thing. Slang so now he's making up words. He's making up words. All right. She finally gets him over to texting and he gives an example of what to watch out for and I need you to listen closely. Hmm. Is there anything bad that we need to really be looking out for? Like a slang that could yeah. mean something bad that we need to be looking out for. I would say in texting, yeah. L M I R K. Let's meet in real life. Wait, what? Play it again. I, play it wait, again. That's not a K. Play it again. Wait. Start it back. Yes. They want to keep us confused. No, no, I no, think, no that's play a it different. Again. Okay. Yeah, play it again. I need you to hear it again. All right, that's fine. Okay. All right, here we go. Yeah. Mean something bad that we need to be looking out for. I would say in texting. Yeah. L M I R K. Let's meet in real life. <laughs> real kites. I. He is is rashing us, you guys. He's completely rashing us. So I I guess we are we with Slang Man? I'm way in on Slang Man. All right. Because he's the worst. Let's leave with a quick final word he has about teens and his role in Slang. Yeah. They want to keep us confused. I think they enjoy it. Where I come in. (laughs) K Rock, LANOC's Alternative Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. The uh, New York Times reports, oh, by the way, before I uh, read this uh, from this article, uh, I know it's uh, unlikely in our Slacker audience, but if you have ever climbed or attempted to climb Mount Everest, we would like to hear from you. Absolutely. We would like you to give us a call at 1-800-520-1067. Based on the photograph that was making the rounds this weekend, everyone has climbed Mount Everest. Yeah. All because at once. it looked like uh, the doors uh, in front of a Costco on a Saturday at 10 a.m. waiting looked, for them to open. It looked like an onion, like an onion Photoshop from the Onion. You know what yes. I mean? Like yeah. it looked fake. There were 300 people all tethered together in line, just waiting one by one to advance a few inches at a time to get to the summit. I mean, didn't you used to think of? It being rare and unusual and so difficult to climb Mount Everest. Oh, I, I yeah. thought it was like one dude with a very long beard who's been walking for six <laughs> years. Like, I, I did not think that it was a common, like, tourist spot. Apparently it is. And it by is. the way, one of the most shocking things that has come out of all this uh, n- news about Mount Everest lately, 11 people have died already in the last month trying to climb Mount Everest, and for reasons you're not going to believe. But w- one of the most surprising things is that there's anyone can get a permit. Yep. You don't. It's not like you have to qualify for it. You don't have to walk in there and go, hey, I already climbed Mount Baker. Can I go in? They, you could just walk in off the street and they say, okay, here's your shirt. That's a money luck. thing. Yeah, you just pay it. And so rich people are going over there and they're not set to climb a mountain. And- oh. Darwinism. Here's here's the article. Ed Doring, a doctor from Arizona, had dreamed his whole life of reaching the top of Mount Everest. But when he summited a few days ago, he was shocked by what he saw. Climbers were pushing and shoving to take (laughs) selfies. The flat part of the summit, which he estimated about the size of two ping pong tables... (laughs) <laughs> the flat part of the summit, that's what you're climbing toward, was packed with 15 or 20 people. To get up there, he had to wait hours in line, chest to chest, one puffy jacket after the next on an icy rocky ridge with a several thousand foot drop. He even had to step around the body of a woman who had just died. Oh, good yeah, God. There's dead bodies all over up there. What? All over yeah, the place. I, I couldn't yep. believe that. Yep. Reading that. All over the place. And what they were doing was they were waiting for good weather, and it took a while. All of a sudden, there was good weather. So they said, we're all going. Yeah. Yep. It's a very, very short season of when you can climb Mount Everest. And you're absolutely right, Kevin. You wait. And a lot of times, you just you go up to the summit, where, by the way, congratulations, Mandy Moore arrived yesterday with her climbing party at the summit. But that only takes... No, that's uh, uh, base camp. 
Base camp. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yes, okay. base camp. Yeah. Yeah. So Mandy Moore did that. And I think what that take her about two weeks or so. But then it's another four weeks, I think, after that to get to the summit. So it's quite a bit further they have from a gondola? base camp. I eat a gondola with cocoa. <laughs> it would be the way to go. I would go up with one of those, like, people, whatever you call them, the, like, scooters. Up the snow? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, you mean, like, a snowmobile? No. No, he literally what? means one of those ones you stand on. Those don't go on the snow. Oh, dang it. <laughs> so, I mean, I it's a good plan. plan. It's a solid plan. plan. Yeah. Again, if you've ever attempted to ever... Stop saying that. No one's going to call. We want to hear from you at one 800 Maybe Bert Kreischer is a, has sure. tried Mount Everest. You don't know, man. Um, the reason so many people have died is because of this traffic jam. Do I understand correctly, yep. Allie? Because they're just standing in line, mm-hmm. using up their oxygen, being yeah. so, you know, being exposed to the elements, and you die in line waiting to go that final few hundred feet. Yeah. 11 people have died this spring. Doesn't seem ideal. No. No, but when you're you're like chest to chest with people and you're like about to run out of oxygen. Yeah. I'm about to die. And you die because you wanted to take a selfie mm-hmm. on top of a freaking ridge. What <laughs> Photoshop what yourself, it's much safer. You, right? It's insanity. Um, what a, one of the obituaries they did this weekend of an American who died? I think the the, the doctor he was in uh, Colorado was mm-hmm. he? He was like thirty six years old or something. He was like thirty six, and his family put out a statement. They said, "Well, the last uh, sunrise he ever saw was on the tallest mountain in the world, so he died doing what he loved." No, you're thirty six years old, and you have a wife and children. Dude, he did it for the gram. You know, he did, right? he, he did get a hell of a grand. Yeah. <laughs> I think the worst part, though, are the people that are dying on their way back down. It's like, yeah, yeah I suck. did it. Now I just got to get home. Oh, In, nope. Into Thin Air is the only book I've ever read completely. Uh-huh. And it's about people going to Everest. And they at one point thought they were going to die. So they said to a guy who couldn't move any longer, dude, really sorry. We have to leave you here to die. Otherwise, we'll all die. And they left and went back to camp. Wow. And the next morning, he came walking up to camp. What's <laughs> up, guys? Can you imagine? They're all like, eh, hi, hey, we left, you to, we left you to die. <laughs> that's, a little, that's a little bit awkward. That's our bad. By the way, I saw an article yesterday, because Everest has been so much in the news, about this woman, I think in Oregon, who managed to do it not in two months, but in two weeks. And here's why. Because she trained for three years keeping herself most of the hours of the day in a low oxygen environment wow to get used to it so she would work she built like basically a tent around her office desk and turned the oxygen down when people would come in to have meetings with her they usually would have to leave after like 10 minutes because they couldn't they breathe fade. anymore she'd go all right done yes. with that meeting yes so so this is how she was getting herself used to it because she thought it would be so much safer and obviously faster to be able to go and do it in two weeks rather than in two months well but mandy I- moore did uh got to base camp in a little over a week speaking of which we have somebody on the phone that actually made it to base camp as well. Excellent. Oh, that might yeah. be an I- interesting conversation. Who is it? It is Rich in Newport Beach. Good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? So you did Rich. make it to base camp? Base camp, um, weather didn't permit us to go to summit, and it was going to take way too long, I guess, based on, uh, I guess, weather forecast. So, yeah, we were just at base camp. What's it like to be at base camp and be told that you can't get to the summit and then have to make that decision? You know what? I'm just going to have to go back down. And you flew all the way to Nepal to do it. Well, I mean, it sucks, but then after, like, a week of that amount of cold, and you, you can't really do much because you're, you're in the tent trying to stay warm and not die. 
so you're kind of okay with it. I mean, it does suck not being able to summon, but it's, you know, it's the cold and all the uh, other variables. It's just, you, you kind of get over it. Rich, did you see <laughs> any, did. did you see any dead bodies that you had to jump over? I did. I did see one body, and um, it freaked me out. I, I thought I was prepared to see a dead body, but even if it's frozen, it's, just, it's still weird. <laughs> I thought I was prepared. Right? And he had it, practiced. It, and at, at base camp, I mean, there are hundreds of people up there in tents, right? It looks like Coachella. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is. It's it tons of people. And in that picture, um, it, it's true to how it really looks up there. It, it's tons and tons of people. Um, everybody stepping over each other to get through, and it just like that's why it made it a little easier to make the decision of just going home because yeah. it just I don't it's not worth dying honestly. Totally. Hey, just one last question, Richard. We're so appreciative that you called. What is this cold temperature? How cold is it at base camp when you're waiting it out to try to climb the mountain? Forty nine, being uh, it's forty nine <laughs> degrees. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's colder than your freezer, man. It just sucks. It's it's bone chilling. It's to the point where if you were to take off your jacket. For a certain amount of time, I think it was a few minutes. Um, he, he'd freeze. You, so don't have, you don't have a number. That's how we communicate temperature. <laughs> <laughs> it's colder than your freezer, Kevin. That's all you need to know, man. You take your jacket off. It's gonna be bad for you in like two to whatever minutes. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was like it was like one fifty, two hundred below. Oh, oh my god! Okay. All right, you know what? Yeah. I have. I was thinking about climbing Everest. You've just hey, changed yeah, my mind. I'm out. I think. I think I'm out. That was a turning point. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was in until then. Thanks, Rich. We appreciate you. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. Lumineers fan number one, you guys. Yeah. Comedian, actor, writer, the machine himself, Burt Kreischer, in studio with us here on the Kevin and Show. I belong to you. You belong to me. See? I don't know the rules. I knew you were out right there. (laughs) That's a kind of drink. That's a kind of drinking late night song where you get back from the store and you're in your man cave and you hear it and you're like, dude, I miss my friends from college. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to see what they're up to. (laughs) Bro, you're in jail for weed? What's up? (laughs) Did you tell our producer Dave while you were in the green room before you came in that you think you could climb Mount Everest? Bro, definitely confident I could climb Mount Everest. Okay, but you were joking or you honestly think so? Uh, I could definitely climb Mount Everest. You could. You're talking to the man that ran the L.A. Marathon with no training, drinking the night before in five hours and 33 minutes. I can climb Mount Everest. I can do whatever Mandy Moore does. Ten times <laughs> you know what? I believe it. Dude, I really do. All it takes is one foot in front of the other foot. A little acclimation. Mm-hmm. You get into that uh-huh. little deprivation tank. They got over at Crunch on uh, mm-hmm. Santa Monica. You should see Dave Navarro in it all the time. Get in there, do the elliptical in there. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. Easy peasy. Done. Easy peasy, you guys. It is uh, it is well known that any any person can train to climb Mount Everest in about seven to ten days. It's well known. One hundred percent, dude. Look at look at all the traffic jams. How many people have died? The fact that people are dying means I'm definitely within the skill set to get it. <laughs> because they're dying, you go. I, I could die, bro. Those are like fifty six year old women. They're just like like going through a divorce. The Latino guy didn't do it for them, and they're like, you know, I need something else. I got to prove to him I'm better. I need something for my Instagram, dude. I'm telling you, I could definitely climb. I could easily get base camp. Oh, bro, I could get base camp in a day. <laughs> I don't even need to acclimate for I could throw the best base camp party. That's my goal. I want to throw base camp parties. So when people are coming down, they're like, that was insane. I'm like, good, have a margarita. How about but this right you here? Heard about, you heard about the part where it's 150 degrees below zero, right, Bert? Dude, anything below 32, same, same. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, here's yeah, the thing yeah, about 100%, 100%. that. 100%. No. You can't. 30 and 150 below. 
I don't think it's same same. A bit it's different. Same same. No. Okay. I, have you ever been in negative like twenty degrees? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Easy peasy. No. Okay. No. Not easy peasy. It's the opposite of easy peasy. It's all it is is layering. That's all you got to do. Layer. Okay. Layer. <laughs> layer. <laughs> Some great tips Dude, this morning. By the way, this is this is how my brain convinces me to do everything. Yeah. Yes. And and you guys are society telling me I can't do mm-hmm. it. Sure. Right. All you got to do is layer, man. Two pairs of socks. And then that makes you want to do it more, I assume. Two pairs of socks. <laughs> same, same. Same, same. Same, same. same. Good, uh, you get some good gloves, like some North Face gloves. Sure. <laughs> okay, you've thought this um, through now, I see. This is me. Yeah, you got, okay. Nice player under, like, like, a, like a base layer. You're just making all this up, yeah. dude. Like yeah. thermal not gonna, underwear? You're not going to do it. What you got to really worry about. <laughs> real, Says a guy who nothing. hasn't ever done it. A real, bear, a real bear grills over here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, you sound good. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty strong. Get on that plane in the Look, ball. As long as you have money to hire like four Sherpas to, to carry you up, you're good. I will be riding deep like MC Hammer with Sherpas. I will have so many Sherpas. They're like, bro, you only need two. I'm like, I got 12. I need them to, to get the line out of the way, knock people over. Like Jesus carried the cross. They're carrying me like the crucifix up to the top of Mount Mountain. It's pretty much the same. It's pretty much the same thing, yeah. Dude, Bert, Bert, that thing in you that makes you uh, fight, screw the man, you know, fight yeah. back on whatever they... What's the what's the dumbest thing you've ever oh. done? Oh, just my because, God. What, how much time do we have? Just because people said you couldn't or wouldn't do it and you had to prove them wrong. Easily, easily it was the marathon. Oh, my God. That was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. I really messed my body up. Who 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 uh, prompted you to do that? How did you get shamed into that? It wasn't shamed. It was it was Rogan, Ari, and and Tommy. Bean, I assume it doesn't take much. Just somebody uh, goes, "Hey, marathon." Yeah, I can do that. You, you just have, got a layer. All you have to do is tell me I can't do something, and immediately <laughs> and, I'm and like, they offered I'm a in. bunch of reasons why you, there's no way you could ever do a marathon as you because you weren't a runner, right? Right. They were like, "You don't you run on treadmills? That's not real running." Um, they they're like you're not in shape you you cannot do it these marathons are for elite athletes and I was like first of all I've I've been around enough mar- people that say they did marathons I was like I got this easy they're like you definitely can't do it faster than Ari's dad Ari's dad was I think was in the Holocaust like he was he's like <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm that, that makes him a good oh, runner I, no, 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 I thought for a minute age. he wasn't going to be good but no, then no. he said he was in the Holocaust and I'm like oh he definitely ran away from people <laughs> no 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 I, I didn't mean that like that I meant age wise like, like he's that old oh he's that old okay comment that was a horrible way to reference <laughs> it was a weird reference yeah this guy yeah. was alive when they only had two water fountains <laughs> Jesus what is wrong with me a lot yeah. Did you did you practice for the my daughters are older than the Me Too movement. Uh, <laughs> keep going. Did you practice for the marathon? Did no. you run? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? No. Just, just, Nothing. Dude, I was so... You can find this video. I am at the starting line bragging that I didn't practice. <laughs> like going, I didn't train that at guy. all. And people are like, dude, there's no way... I trained for seven months. I'm in a running group. And I was like, yeah... <laughs> And and you also look like you you. This is the biggest thing you'll ever do in your life. In my head, I was like, dude, I got this. It was yeah, so... this is just one day in Bert Kreischer's life. Now, did your shoes fall apart because no. they were wrong? Did no. your nipples bleed? Nope, I, I lubed up. Did you poop yourself? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yes, that's the Bert we know. On San Vicente. I don't know why I'm cheering that. No, but on... that was just driving down to the starting line, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, dude, dude, that's the hardest part of beginning a marathon. Is like 
is is poop Parking? management. Oh, poop management. Because you're just going like, I need to get everything out before this yeah. starts. Sure. Because yeah. you watch the marathon start, and then running down the street, people just literally no. with the first mile pull off to go to the bathroom. First yeah. mile. First mile. First mile. Right by Dodger Stadium, people wow. were pulling off to go to the bathroom. I was like, rookie move. I've never even done one of these, and I know this is a bad idea. Dude, what was your time? Five hours and 33 minutes. That's exceptional. That's Whoa. really well, good. No, it's exceptional. Considering Oprah did it in five hours, not really. Oprah but probably trained a day I or two. She definitely trained. Yeah. Yeah. When I was on I was on Sepulveda, I was running on Sepulveda. That's like at mile 20. I don't even like driving down Sepulveda. I'm running down Sepulveda, and, uh, I, and that's when the only time when I went, this is... Your body just goes, I can't do it. My my calves seized up mm-hmm. and my quad seized up. Both legs. Both legs. And I went, whoa. Like, immediately. And I looked around. People were falling off like the walking dead. Like, mm-hmm. just on the ground, stretching out. And the woman in front of me, I've been jogging behind her, was like a grown-up. Like, a, like an executive. Okay. And she messed herself. And I watched it happen. <laughs> and I was like, oh. This is like, you know what it reminded me? I watched my dad cry one time. <laughs> And I'm, I felt like as soon as he cried, I go, there's no God. There's no safety in this. We don't get out of this alive. This is going to be bad. And How this- did you find the strength to keep going when your legs failed you? Uh, there's a kid out there. I hope that they, he I hope he hears this. He is uh, probably like um, cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. And him and his dad, and his dad is just like this regular they no, they had the cart, but they didn't use it. The kid ran the damn thing. No, and, the, and and he beat me. And the dad was just like, dude, I'm talking like regular Dodgers Mexican guy, like uh-huh. not like like not like a so you know, a Los Angeles, you know. like yeah, like a Los yeah. Angeles, like a like a regular guy you see at a Dodgers game eating a hot dog, not in great shape. And his dad was running with him, and I kept running pace with this guy. And this guy was like so inspiring that I was like, dude, wow. I. I and also, you're like your ego goes. I can't get beat by that guy. Right, <laughs> but you destroyed him at the end, though. Right you before you, and an <laughs> Asian kid. Him, yeah. You know who else beat me? An Asian kid dressed as Big Bird carrying a tuba. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always said I could beat any Asian in a foot race. <laughs> and this kid destroyed. He with a tuba. With a tuba. Yeah, I got beat by a lot of by a lot of ham and eggs. Bert, you are amazing. Bert Kreischer is here. By the way, you have a chance to see him in Las Vegas this weekend. The Mirage. Mm-hmm. At the Mirage on Saturday night, that he's off to Australia, but he is back in Southern California with a second show just added at the theater at the Ace Hotel. The first one sold out at 7 p.m. on Friday, September the 13th, but tickets are now available for a new show just announced 9:30 p.m. September 13th. You want to get those tickets at axs.com. Quick break with Bert, and we'll be right back on K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. AXS.com or BertBertBert.com to get your tickets for the new show just added at the Ace Hotel Theater there, uh, 9.30 p.m. on Friday, September 13th. Get your tickets to see the great Bert Kreischer. Bert, last night you were at the Comedy Store. Yes. With everyone in comedy, right? <laughs> Mark like Barron was there. Chelsea Peretti was there. Joey Diaz was there. David Spade, Sarah Tiana, Ron White, Brad Williams, Ian Edwards, and it goes on and on and on. How, how does that happen? And do you guys each get like 45 seconds on stage when you got that many people standing around? No, no. We, we each do 15 minutes and bring each other up tag team style. It's, I got to be honest with you. I look at some of those shows and I go, that's like a, that's like a, a, a $20,000 ticket. Yeah. Sure. Yes. I mean, yeah. and I'm just I'm blessed to be on the on there at all. Like I, I look at that and I'm like, as a fan of comic, I'm like, oh my god. I followed Joey last night and he was destructive. I mean, just Joey Diaz. There's no, there might be no funnier human being. He is like every life. your favorite comedian's comedian. Dude. Yeah. Did you go to another comedian? And go. What you want to go up next? No, no, no. You, <laughs> okay. You want to follow Joey? Okay. Because, because it's like it's like 
you know, those are the then you, it's like if you fail after Joey, everyone's like, well, yeah, you had to follow Joey. Oh, so you get a pass. Oh, nice. I got yeah. you. Got but if out. you fail after Brad Williams, I mean, come on. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking with Brad last night, watching him hop from stool to stool. <laughs> Did you ever see him fall out of the stool on my cooking show? No, I didn't. It's see the that. funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Brad Williams hammered is in a stool and just reaches for something and falls three feet onto the ground. It is the funniest thing. Was that the time he was on with Adam Ray? You guys? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I got to tell you this Joey Diaz story. This is my favorite. This is my favorite story about Joey. And I have a lot of great Joey Diaz stories. Mm -hmm. Joey Diaz one Easter morning slipped my dad edible marijuana. That's not the story I'm about (laughs) to tell you. Nice. Okay. That's not not as good as the one you're going to tell. It's just the way Joey delivers lines can can kill you sometimes. So my dad is flying from L.A. to um, Tampa to L.A. and he texts me and he says, "Pick me up at the airport." By the way, Joey Diaz is on my flight. And I go, listen, don't eat whatever he gives you. (laughs) So my dad lands in LAX, and I see him coming down the escalator for Delta, and he's just shaking his head. And I go, what's the matter? And he goes, I tried to switch seats. The idiot's sitting next to me, so I sit next to Joey, and he wouldn't switch. He goes, what an idiot. Bert, this guy just played Candy Crush for the entire flight. And I went, really? And he goes, my dad doesn't respect that. He goes, he didn't open a magazine, didn't open a newspaper. This is a grown man sitting in first class, and he played Candy Crush. What kind of a grown man plays Candy Crush for an entire flight? Doesn't read a magazine, doesn't look at the, doesn't just really, and I see Joey coming down the escalator, and he is laughing ear to ear, and I go, Joey, what's up? And he goes, dog, your dad was sitting next to John Cena. Two people behind Joey Diaz is John Cena playing Candy Crush. I swear to God. That's the awesome. Whole flight, the whole flight. And my dad doesn't know who John Cena is. But you know, Joey was looking at him going, he's sitting next to John Cena. Hey, what's the big owl rolling his eyes at John Cena for? Amazing. Oh, dude. Oh, I love it. Joey's the best. Amazing. As much as you fly, do you ever sit next to famous people, Bert? Dude, I, I sat next to this guy one time, and he goes, uh, so what do you do? I said, uh. I said, um, I'm a comedian, and he's like, oh, cool. And so we talked the whole thing, and I'm just bragging about me being an amazing sure. comedian. And So we get to land, and I said, what do you do at the very end of the flight? Like, I've, t- I've talked to him the whole thing about me. <laughs> I said, what do you do? He goes, well, I actually write comedy, too. And I was like, oh, cool. I said, you got to check out one of my videos. He goes, I'd love to. I said, here, give me your phone. So I pull it up. And I go. This is uh, this is my most famous story. It's it's it was it was a while ago. This is when it was animated. It was the machine story, but it was animated. And they made it look like South Park. It made it look like South Park animated. Awesome. It. And he was like, "Oh wow, did this looks like South Park?" And I was like, "Yeah, uh, yeah." And it, I lied. And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I think those guys are big fans." <laughs> oh, oh no! I know. I know by the way, I, lie. I know I lied. I know I lied because I know that it's just some guy online that just copied their animation. Right. Right. Exactly. And the guy goes, "Are you a fan of South Park?" I said, oh, yeah. And he was like, cool, thanks. And I went, huh? I had been yep. sitting next to one of the South Park guys the whole time. Oh. Matt Stone or Trey Parker? I have no idea. I don't know which one's which. That's awesome. Oh, no. The guy with the curly hair. That's that, awesome. I didn't, I didn't even know who oh, I was sitting next no. to. And I'm giving him my video. Dude, I am an idiot. And I and I geek out. If I see the celebrity, I can't help it. I ran into Tom Cruise one time. We were in a premiere for Magnolia. Remember Magnolia? Had the, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His yes. hair was like yes. long. Yeah, and yeah. I'm telling a story. And everyone's excited. And I'm backing up a little bit. And I bump into someone. I turn around. And it's Tom Cruise. And his hair is still like it was in Magnolia. And I just got caught off guard. And I looked at him. I go, you have beautiful hair. (laughs) (laughs) And he just looks at me. He goes, 
thanks and walked away. <laughs> Dude, I am horrible. And like, and it doesn't even need to be like a big celebrity. I don't know what's the, Dakota Fanning mm-hmm. uh-huh. was at one of my shows one time. I don't uh-huh. even know who she is. I don't even know what movie she's been in. She's Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, she's in no, that's Shades Dakota jo- Johnson. That's Dakota Johnson. Oh, sorry, Dakota, Dakota Fanning. Sorry. Fanning is a, was a child actress who's grown up and yeah. in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, bunch she, of that. Okay. The second I found out it was her, I didn't even know who she was. She was like, "Hey, great show." I was like, "Oh, cool." Like, I'm married. I'm, I'm no interest in talking to a woman after a show. Mm-hmm. Get me to the bar, drive me blackout drunk, put me in an Uber. <laughs> and then someone's like, I can't believe Dakota Fanning was at your show. Immediately, I lose all composure. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such a huge fan. I loved you in the thing that you did with when you were a baby. Uh, let, let me get us a private room and we'll all hang out. And then I go to get us a private room at the improv. And she's gone. And I was like, where did Dakota Fanning go? I, am an, I, I hate that about myself. Dude, my daughter's won the softball championship. And the, the kid that hit the home run, I'm like waiting outside the dugout like a fan to be like, Nicole, great hit. Great hit, Nicole. What's wrong with you? Dude, I have no idea. That's why I do meet and greets, because I know what it's like to want to say hi to a celebrity. Right. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Nicole. But, yeah. Who's, your, who's your, uh, your number one dream celebrity to meet? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Where do we start? Uh, there has to be there has to be one, though. Okay. Jensen, Jensen, who's yours to get us started? There has to be somebody that you adore in your rap world or somewhere, right? I you, would probably... I would be very excited. It's a good question. I would be very excited to meet like a Martin Scorsese or like mm. a Spielberg, like someone who whose movies I've watched forever. I okay. want to eat soup with Mel Brooks. That's a good one. Jesus, you guys that's are boring. Soup. I like <laughs> it. She came with soup, though. Yeah, that's a, that's quite Jeopardy. a plan. Yeah. What would be yours? Okay, well, I have two. I have, I have one that I run into and they fall off the wagon with me. That, <laughs> that's Ben Affleck. And Great. I, definitely I like wanna... that that story yeah. ends in disaster for both of you. <laughs> like life changing. It ends yeah. with him sprinting out of the front door of my house at three in the morning going, your wife's awake, start the car. <laughs> <laughs> you want to ruin Batman. All right? Dude, I love Ben Affleck, but I want, like, I mean, and I, look, I'm happy for his sobriety. But, but, like, I would love to party with that guy. But hardcore, 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 one celebrity that could have come up to me and go, dude, big fan, mm-hmm. we should get together and hang out, have a beer. Without a doubt, Brad Pitt. Without a Is that doubt. right? Oh, my mm. God. And in kind of in a gay way. Because like, doppelganger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, sure. same. <laughs> By the way, you picked Twin. two Hollywood hunks. Yeah. 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 And go back to the kind of in a gay way. Whoa, yeah. Wait, what did I pick? Yeah. <laughs> go back to the kind of in a gay way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, are, there are men in Hollywood where if they... I'm not saying, like, like, tried to kiss you, but if they got you into some gay stuff, you just wouldn't say no. Like, if The Rock pulled up in his, in, on a motorcycle, right? Mm-hmm. Flipped his helmet up and was like, hey, man. Come over to my house. We're going swimming later. You'd be like, okay. And then you just get there. It's you and the rock going swimming in the pool. And you're like, yeah. wait, what is this? He's like, we're going to play Marco Polo. Close your eyes. And you're like, uh. This is very specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite yeah. a story. <laughs> Bert's given it a lot of thought. Dude, He's like, yeah. oh, no, Bert's lived it is what happened. Dude, the rock could get you to do stuff you would never do. Never do. He's like, bro, me and you, we're going hard in the gym. I'd be like, uh, okay. <laughs> cool, I guess we're doing squats. I've never wanted to do these in my entire life. I'll be wearing a chain around my neck for the next week. Dude, the rocks why is there ones. Why is there not a camera on you full time? Like, like one of those bald eagle cams. Seriously, we should be allowed to watch you all the time. Dude, uh, give me, I'll tell you right now, give me full access to every celebrity. 
Like, give uh-huh. me, like, The Tonight Show, but I wouldn't do it like The Tonight Show. i just travel out to wherever they were and just hang out with them for just a day. Just hang out. Celebrity yeah. sleepover. Like- That's what it's called. <laughs> I go to your house, I spend the night, and I just wake up, and we just do whatever you do. Oh, Keanu Reeves? Who doesn't want to be on the back of his motorcycle holding on tight? Just going down the 405 at 4 in the morning, and yeah. Keanu going, let me tell you the original idea for The Matrix. And you're like, shut up. You do really get money to, to, to sit children? He's like, of course I do. By the way. This is going to be the greatest summer ever, Bert. You're like, I love you, Keanu. <laughs> he picked another Hollywood hunk. Right, once again, Hollywood hunk. I mean, you've got Bert, a type. It's okay. Uh, there's a lot of guys I get a text from in the middle of the night, and I get up and I go. Justin Bert Bieber, Kreischer. let's go to church tomorrow. I'm in. All right. We are unfortunately uh, out of time. Bert is bringing his oh, Body oh, Shots God. World Tour to the Theater go of the Ace Hotel him. on September 13th. Yes, you will never have a better time at his show than at Bert Crusher. Buy those tickets now again. September 13th. Uh, Allie, do we have time for 60 seconds? Sure. Bird is here. Allie's going to fire 60 seconds worth of questions at you. First thing that comes to your mind, please. Here it is. Oh, wow. 60 seconds with Bert Kreischer. How long was the worst hangover you've ever had? Uh, two days. Any hangover cures? Uh, uh, Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh, yes, it is entirely. Do you have a favorite kid? Yeah. Which one? <laughs> I so knew dumb. it. I knew it. My friend's son, Carter. Okay. <laughs> Do you think it's weird that Tarzan has no beard? Yeah. I never right? thought about that. I but, know. you know, maybe he's part Asian. Okay. Uh, <laughs> did you have a nickname growing up? Mm-hmm. Nature Boy and Birdie Boy and, and uh, Bebopper. I have, a, I have a lot of nicknames. Yeah, you do. Dog kisses on the mouth, yes or no? Uh, open mouth, yes. Would you rather stop, drop, shut them down, or open up shop? Uh, shut them down. Okay. What was wow. your first job? Uh, being a runner for my dad's law firm. Ooh, white privilege. If you could choose, how would you die? Oh, in, in the tank at SeaWorld. <laughs> I'm not sure how that would work exactly. Leave a scar for everyone. I don't see anything at the end of the tunnel. I'm tasting my own blood. There's nothing waiting for us at the end of this tunnel. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the great Bert Kreischer. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show. Mornings on KROQ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Quit rashing us, Allie. Uh, again, not slang still. man. Slang man said it was a thing. Not that means fans. it's real. That's right. I don't even think slang man's a thing. He's <laughs> he's on the team. He is an expert. He's real nope. me. Nope. <laughs> uh, all right, maybe, guys. Maybe he's your real dad, Judson. You ever think about that? I've thought oh. about it. I mean, we do have similar traits. We want to know what the youth is up to. <laughs> You're both liars. Yeah, we're both liars. <laughs> 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 we need to find out from KCal. 
who booked that? Oh. And if they're still employed. And we need to book him. Oh, oh, we do. We do need to book I mean, 100%. His, his YouTube page, I went to mm-hmm. after the segment because I was like, I need to know more. And I really only wanted to watch that one video yesterday. And now I've watched a bunch of them, 30 views each. And it's him <laughs> breaking down slang he's heard on television earlier that day. So he'll have like a, he'll have like a modern family report or like a AP bio report, whatever slang's used Unbelievable. Yeah. Yet you said that he was showing Good Morning America doing a weather report, and they said they used the word wallop for a storm. That yeah. slang. Yeah, no, all his slang is oh definitely my gosh. early 20s. I think that's what is where he doing? Early 20s, early 30s. That's his wheelhouse of slang. Very I strange. love him. He's like, and you heard about these newsies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Fred Armisen is just talented. I think yeah. that's what we're all saying. He did a great job. Very true. All right, guys, here was the original story yesterday, uh, and people were flipping out because Kit Harrington. We all know him, Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Um, apparently hit really hard by Game of Thrones coming to an end. So hard that he checked himself into a rehab center for stress and alcohol before the final episode aired. According to the New York Post, he uh, entered a luxury Connecticut facility for a mental health retreat weeks before the May 19th finale. And he's been getting treatment for stress, exhaustion, and alcohol abuse. Hey, I'm glad Jon Snow's getting better. What about his little girl? Ghost dog that just wanted to get petted. What about that? Then TMZ said that Kit's reps got back to him, them, and said um, he has decided to utilize this break in his schedule as an opportunity to spend some time at a wellness retreat to work on some personal issues. They say he's not there for rehab and emphasize the words wellness retreats. Why? Does anyone care? He's uh, taking some time for himself. Yes. Great. Well, do you care that the um, facility is believed to cost over 120000 a month? What kind of wellness happens there? I'm sorry, what? Do you care? $120,000 per month. What could be worth that I much? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they built the wellness center just for him. That could make yeah, oh, that yeah, makes that, sense. That would be fine. Okay. All right. Maybe <laughs> he, that's he, it. he also owns the property now. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, if you like Stone Cold Steve Austin, maybe you enjoy his uh podcast. Maybe you dug his reality competition series Steve Austin's Broken Skull Challenge. Why do I love that so much? USC Network has announced that the former wrestler will host his own talk show, Straight Up Steve Austin. It's been picked up for seven episodes, you guys. He good. Some of the guests will include NFL quarterback Baker Mayfield, country singer Trace Atkins, NASCAR legend Dale Earnhardt Jr., comics uh, Gabriel Iglesias, Rob Riggle, Sal Volcano, and a superstar from the WWE, Becky Lynch. Hiya, folks. Hi, folks. Straight Up Steve Austin will be premiering on August 12th on the USA Network. I'm into it. He's very good on his podcast. If you mm-hmm. ever want to hear a guy talk about how it was better back in the 90s. <laughs> I love it. He sounds good. great. He's very good. You're really it. selling it. He is good. Um, we've all discussed on the show if we've ever visited a place where a movie was shot. Mm-hmm. Well, this specific store, it's the Notting Hill Bookshop. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you remember it from the movie Notting Hill. Perhaps I was in it about a month ago. <gasps> Luck out. Like everyone else who goes into that part of town and goes, oh, we got to go to the bookshop from the movie. Well, the manager of Notting Hill Bookshop says that he keeps a box of Kleenex on hand for visitors who come from far to toast the class 
classic movie of the same name. It celebrated its 20th anniversary yesterday, you guys. Notting Hill is 20 years old. Uh, being, <clears throat> what do you do when you get there? Yeah, what do you what do you look for? Um, I love independent bookstores, so uh, I just okay. I just like to see what books they're. So there. unrelated to the movie, mm-hmm. unrelated to the movie, no but case. yeah, that was definitely part of it. I mean, I would have gone into any bookstore, but the fact that it was the one for the movie, I thought was pretty cool. Did you just take a s- take a pick outside? See. I did not. No. Uh, do you just think everyone that walks in says to the owner, "I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy"? I hope not. I hope not. It's not where the scene is, right? It's just from the movie. Oh, no, that's the scene. Yeah, in the bookstore. No, in the bookstore. Never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. Never seen it. Oh, it's so good. Such a good movie. It's so good. My question, though, like if you were to walk in and you didn't want the guy to know that you weren't a local, how would you ask for a book, Bean? Why are you doing this to me again? You said, you told us the story about a month ago. All I said was I went into the bookstore. Mm -hmm. I didnn't say that I spoke with anyone. And what did you say? What did you say? Like, if you didn't want him to know that you were, you know, a guy from America, Uh, you wanted to fit uh, in. Hello, I'm just a local in here looking for something to read. Yep, because you would definitely make make sure he knows you're a local. Start with the words, Uh, I'm just a local. I'm just a local. local. Um, Ask for maybe a specific book. I'm just standing. I'm just. A, I'm just a man standing in front of another man asking if you've got a copy of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I like the way you say poo. That's how I would have asked it. <laughs> I, I was taking him serious until he picked Winnie the Pooh as his book. But what if? What if right as I leave the store, mm-hmm. there's a commotion out on the street in Notting Hill? And oh, because the Queen? Yes, a Rolls yes. Royce pulls yes, she's up, driving yes. by, and then a little man gets out and opens up the back, and Her Majesty walks into the store, and now she wants to ask for something in the Notting Hill bookstore. I'd like. <laughs> he doesn't know a book. No, he doesn't know a book. Kevin doesn't know a title of a book. Well, A, true, but B, I didn't realize that Bean was setting me up for that voice. Okay. I was just like, oh, that's weird. The queen drove by. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why she would have done that. And then she goes yeah. in the store. That seems odd. Was that in the movie? <laughs> so that happened. It's a, a national treasure, you guys. Oh, good lord. <laughs> good story. Yeah, the queen. Yeah. That's really weird. I need to I watch the movie again. I don't remember that part. I can't wait to hear how it ends, Kevin. <laughs> I wonder what the queen is going to say. Oh, wait, it's me. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. All right, some birthdays for you guys. Annette Benning, Rupert Everett, Danny Elfman, Noel Gallagher, Melanie Brown, Scary Spice of the Spice Girls, Laverne Cox, and Daniel Tosh. And that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Kevin, I've been jonesing to see 311, but I, I know that it's not possible. I know, me too. playing anywhere. Right? That'd be great. <laughs> and I was hoping there might be some new information there that you isn't. had for me about mm. where they... And I'd like to see them ideally like at a, like at a beach that's oh, same. In, in Mexico. That's a, if, if I would like that too. Way to work that out. Uh, 311, <laughs> you guys, since Kevin won't play along, <laughs> is one of the great bands at the K-Rock Weedy Rose Luau at Beach Party, which is a week from Saturday at Doheny State Beach. Tickets are on sale now, frontgatetickets.com, and you can also win them less than one hour from right now on K-Rock and every hour at the top of the hour all day long. Go to krock.com for more details and a chance to win VIP passes and a hotel stay as well. And Limp Bizkit might play. Well, do we know? for Weenie is what we've been we're begging for. I'm just putting it out there. It's a okay. secret. Oprah's secret. 
We, uh, I think I can say we have another uh, another meeting with Mr. Weatherby today to explain for the 1,000th time while it's a, why it's a great idea and why he's uh, blind for not seeing it. We have forced a meeting at the last we minute We have forced again. a meeting. So we will let you know if we get any better reaction this time around than the last 25 times we've pitched. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you expect it to be different, Dean. I just, I'm not giving up because it's such a great idea and we have a chance to accomplish something awesome. You know this secret right. gives you everything you want. That's what Happiness, I health, and wealth. This is like having the universe as your catalog, and you flip through it, and you go, well, and we I'd pick like to have experience, and I'd like to have that product, and I'd like to have a person like that. Uh-huh. It is you just placing your order with the universe. I see. Okay. Yeah, well, I have ordered some nookie. <laughs> we put it out there in the radio universe. <laughs> all right. Let's turn our attention to New Coke. We mentioned a little while ago, and Allie brought it up a few days ago, that New Coke, one of the greatest disasters in product marketing history. From April of 1985, Coca-Cola decided to change their recipe after 99 years because they were losing in taste tests to Pepsi. And they said, well, we got to make our product a little more like Pepsi. Sweeten it up a little bit. It was, by now, most people know, an unmitigated disaster. They abandoned it after just a few weeks, and I'm sure people got fired. Well, you never in a million years would have expected that new Coke This product that nobody wanted would come back with great fanfare this summer, but it's happening as a tie-in to the Netflix series Stranger Things. And that got us to thinking, first of all, will you guys buy new Coke to try it? Nah. No. I tried it when it came out. It's fine. I don't hate it, but mm-hmm. I just think it's insane. Don't care. A ton of people must have lost their jobs over New Coke. It's considered think so too, one of the yeah. biggest failures in retail marketing history. I mean, the, uh, one of the most successful and beloved products in the world took yeah. a huge hit it as was, a result of it. It was like the joke you made for a long time. Like, oh, like New Coke? Like right, something that exactly. failed. And it must be so nerve-wracking for the people that lost their jobs and probably changed their entire life <laughs> to now watch it come back and people wait in line. Woo! We're all excited. I can't think of something more irritating for those people. (laughs) So we started thinking about lots of us have products that we used to love, that we used to buy, and now we can't get it anymore because they just don't make it. That's the topic on the table today at 1-800-520-1067. What do you wish they would bring back? And I think we've got a few suggestions here in the room. Allie, well, let's start with you. Um, I've mentioned this before on the air. There was a shampoo in the 90s by Revlon called Outrageous that smelled so good. The shampoo and conditioner, like someone would walk by you and you're like... Whoa, that is excellent. Uh, Cindy Crawford was in all the commercials. Okay. It was amazing. It went away. People people will tweet and go, no, I see it on Amazon. It's not the same. They changed everything about it. So it hasn't been around forever. So I would like that back. Why but, do you suppose it went away if it was so good? I don't know. Maybe people just didn't buy it as much as me and all my friends. Okay. Um, however, what I really, really want back, and I think about this... Almost daily. Almost daily? Wow. Do you remember Altoid Sours? No. Mm. Oh, my gosh. A tangerine apple. It was in the little Altoid tin, mm-hmm. but they were sour, and they had little, like, sugar all over. Th- oh, my God. Tangerine Altoid Sours. <gasps> oh! I I never deviate from the Altoid cinnamon. That's my that's my jam. It's a great, because it's a great product. Yeah, well, cinnamon I, is great. I looked it up. I'd like to try them all. Um, and they were on eBay for, um, here's one, Altoid Sours, eight sealed tins. Truly rare. Where is the outrage? (laughs) Truly rare Altoid Sours Passion Fruit. $10,000. 
thousand dollars yeah. on eBay. It's a good deal. I mean, you guys, I just want my Altoid tangerine. Well, spend rice. the money then. Okay. All right, Jensen, what you got? Uh, I've talked about it a little bit before on the show. Whipper Snapples. Uh, I can't believe they ever existed, but it was like a smoothie made by Snapple. Nope. It was very good. My Does friend it sound Chris, real? Yeah, my friend Chris's mom had them in the fridge one day. We drank them, and then we found out we can never get them again, which is quite a sad thing. Uh, I also think Squeeze-Its. Do you remember Squeeze-Its? Oh, in the, the two. Yeah, they yeah, were in like yeah. a kind of like a, uh, I guess like a plastic kind Art, of feeling Like an bottle. Otter Pop type yes, of thing. except yeah. the juice. Yes. Those I'd like back. Okay. And then lastly, I'd like Gatorade gum back. Gatorade oh, gum. It would oh. tingle back yeah. here. I remember Gatorade yes. gum. Gatorade gum was great. It tasted. It was great. It was great. Tasted a little bit like Gatorade, but yes. also just a refreshing gum. Yeah, but then uh, it would go away within like thirty seconds. Vi- you know what? You, you're you're speaking the truth. Yes. Very fast life. Yes. But worth it. And so worth good. it. Yeah. Yes. They were discontinued in the two thousands, and they should come back. I love those. It. Are my three? Kick of Mexico. Oh, yeah. oh me. I like to I like, see. Uh, did he say he had one and we had audio for it in the yeah, whole he's, deal? He's not in here. He did <laughs> say <laughs> those <laughs> things. Yeah, I think he'll tell you. Okay. It's oh, not exactly is. what we wanted. Yes, Dave. <laughs> oh, Jack in the Box mini sirloin burgers. How many days a week did we go get those? Those were pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Those are pretty they good. They don't come back mm-hmm. like the McRib? Nope. Mm. Does oh, the McRib fall into this category? No, because I'd like to force them to to serve it year round. Okay, twenty four seven. Or don't serve it at all. What? No, no. <laughs> I'm saying twenty four seven. Okay. Pick I'm, a saying, side. I'm saying pick a side. I don't want to hear every four months. That it's bad. <laughs> all right, I've got two, and then we'll go to the calls too. First of all, the Microsoft Zoom, you guys, because there's <laughs> no way to get your music on no. a small device that you can carry in your in your pocket. <laughs> Ever since they discontinued the Zoom, I'm like, what the hell? It was a great idea, carrying things around in an MP3. You know what? I, I We should talk we after news the show. For you. Yeah. Okay, because I just feel like that was a misstep to let that technology die. <laughs> and the other one, obviously, is Trump stakes. Okay, let's go to your calls. <laughs> At 1-800-520-1067. Oh, we got some good ones here. Let's go to Becky and Tustin because she's on line four. And I know there are going to be a lot of people with beverages because a lot of drinks mm-hmm. come and go. I can honestly say I've never heard of what Becky's talking about. Hey, Becky. Hi. What would you like to see come back? I would love it if I could get another um, can of 7-Up Gold. 7-Up Gold. 7-Up Gold. Never what the hell was no. that? It was a, it was basically just soda, but it was turn up brand. And <laughs> it was basically just soda. That probably was a great commercial. <laughs> I mean, you've just soda. Me. I can't believe 7-Up didn't yeah. keep going with that. How did, how did it taste different from regular 7-Up, which is kind of great on its own? Well, as a young child, when I would drink it, it tasted amazing. That's the only thing I can really tell you because I was literally like, Eight. All right. Okay. 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 Good. So you may have fond nostalgic memories from the taste, but this you don't. True. This okay. Is true. Gotcha. Thank you very much for the call. We appreciate that. All right. I think we got time to squeeze in another one before the sure. break. Let's go to Tim. Line one, please. Panorama City Candy Bars is on Tim's mind. Hey, Tim. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, good. Allie. Hey. Ooh. We appreciate you calling. What you got? Listen, there was a candy bar when I was a child that was amazing. They don't make anymore. It's called a marathon bar. Oh, I remember that. Now, check this out. Yeah, it was this braided caramel that was just wrapped in chocolate. And the caramel stretched for days. It was amazing. (laughs) Is that a good thing? Marathon bar. (laughs) Yeah. Have you tried uh, Nutrageous? Kind of the same thing. Yeah, it's okay. Right? I'm a big Reese's fan, but it's not my favorite. Okay. 
I mean, I, you really found Kevin's wheelhouse here. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Nutrageous was also the name of Kevin's sex tape. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. You never forget it if you did. 1 800 520 1067. What's the product you'd like them to bring back? We want to take your calls next on K Rock. Kevin and Bean. K Rock. Just had to foster the people. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it uh, Jason in Pacoima. Hi. Morning, guys. Long time, first time. Thank you, thank you. Oh, that's awesome news. We're talking about products that they discontinued that you'd love to have come back, just like new Coke is coming out uh, in uh, honor of Stranger Things this summer. What do you have to add to the list? That's right. Uh, I wish that they would bring back 3D Doritos. They were basically puffed-up versions of regular Doritos, but they came in a cool little uh, package, and they were just uh, just uh, missed them for... Uh, um, nostalgic purposes. Do you guys remember 3D Doritos at all? They I don't, do, but they sound I, I amazing. Do a bit. They were like little bugles, but Doritos. <laughs> little, yeah. Like, little, yeah. Could you little, play them? No, no, no. no. The bugle chips. No, how, were, dare, like, how dare him not know what bugles are? I don't know what bugles I are. Oh, the yeah, yeah, okay, they I got you. Like the chip. Got you. Yeah, they yeah, like you know we were talking about chips. No, right? I was unaware. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't come out of nowhere. That was right in your like elementary school lunch bag type of palette. Sure. Yeah. All right, so we will allow it. We're going to say yes. We're going to sign your petition to bring back 3D Doritos. Uh, what was the WWE uh, ice cream you were talking about, Jetson? They were like 80s uh, wrestlers on an ice cream bar. It was like Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior, and they were just drawn on it, and they were cool. People want them. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Talking about uh, products that have been discontinued, you want them to come back. Uh, Traven or Trayvon from Anaheim says, I'm not sure if you guys recall, but back in the day, Heinz used to create a purple ketchup as well as green. Yes, I do know that. What was the point of that? Did it taste the same? Yep, they same. No point. <laughs> no point. <laughs> no point. But I, I do want to shout out Miguel Paz, a common contributor to the show, who tweeted uh, Dunkaroos, graham crackers, oh, you dipped yes. in frosting. And he is right. Dunkaroos. Yes. Dunkaroos. Bring yes. back the Dunkaroos. Agreed. Yes. Uh, two more real quick, then we'll go back to your calls at 1-800-520-1067. Paul writes in, hey, Kevin and Bean, 30 years ago, Carl's Jr. French fries were made out of freeze-dried mashed potato pellets. The pellets were dropped into the deep fryer and expanded into crinkle-shaped fries. They were really good, but super fake, like Pringles are to potato chips, but I miss them. Those crinkle fries ruled. And Jose writes in, okay, one more because party, hashtag Radeon Durf, and he sent in a picture of a bottle of Quaaludes, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That's the product he misses is Quaaludes. Those crinkle fries. (laughs) That happened. Let's go to Mm -hmm. Michelle, line six, please, Lake Forest. A lot of food and drink. We do have a couple of other things we're going to get into, but let's take care of Michelle first. What's going on? Good morning, guys. Morning. Long, long time listener. Thank, like, thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. The 80s, long time. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I was on the plane with you guys to the pop tour in La Vegas to see you, too. Oh, man, that was a long time ago. Did, did one of your when grandkids they were, <laughs> dial the phone for you this morning? When they were stuck in the lemon? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. Okay. What's your, what's your good, product? Good Planner's cheese balls. Planters cheese balls. Oh I yes, yes. Planters they still make cheese those. balls. No, they don't. New can. They don't. No. The, this is a can that would pop the top, right? It was like yeah. a, like a, the way fruit salad or whatever has that sort of pull out, and you could hurt yourself with that kind of top, uh, <laughs> which is probably why it was discontinued. <laughs> but the cheese balls were very good. She's right. They were very good. I mm-hmm. agree. Thank they you for the call. Uh, oh, pie, Michelle. That's what she gets for getting on the airways. <laughs> uh, let's go to Jed and Corona, please. Line eight up next on K Rock. 
Hey, Jen. Hey, guys. How are you? We are good. Thank you. What would you like to bring back? Oh, the Super Saco. It used to be like that energy drink that, you know, back in the 90s, we used to mix it with vodka and stuff at our parties in the 90s. <laughs> Super Saco? What is Super Saco? I don't know. It's it's like a Gatorade, and they had it in a glass bottle, and it used to be in, like, the English Premier, like, um, soccer leagues, and mm-hmm. they had it in California for a while, but it had, like, oh. a grapefruit kind of thing, and you mixed it with alcohol, like gin and juice kind of thing, so... Um, they would do it with like uh, gin and Saco or vodka and Saco. It sounds like it doesn't matter. They would just mix any alcohol with it. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, basically it tasted the same at the end. So it was awesome. Okay. I mean, it sounds like a worthwhile product that somebody should still be making. Thank you for the call. Uh, I have breaking news. Yeah, this is breaking Uh, news. Planters cheese balls are back, you guys. They came back at the end of last year. Yeah, they said, you guys asked, you shall receive. Wow. Planters cheese balls are back. I even said I thought they still made those. I feel like I've seen them. You don't have to take credit for everything. but I really did feel like (laughs) I've seen them recently. By the way, it was gone for 12 years and just came back last year. That's huge. Huge deal. Huge deal. I can't believe people are even talking about Mueller. We just found out (laughs) cheese balls are back. (laughs) Let's go to Tony in Riverside because he is completely uh, the opposite of every other call and I want to find out what's going wrong in Tony's life. Hey, Tony. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's a good start to say what's wrong with your life. Well, <laughs> products that you miss. I'm uh, Tony's got one that I don't think would come to our mind ever, but what is it? So uh, when you go to the ice cream man, you would buy these little uh, styrofoam airplanes you would build, and you would throw it one time, and then it would break as soon as it Oh, I love those. They were, like, <laughs> self-destructive. Exactly, yeah. It used to cost me, like, you know, take a week for me to, you know, save up money to buy it, and then one throw, it would break. Because <laughs> it always went good for a second and then just nosedived. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Why? Yeah. Why those did were you cool. Li- why did you like them? <laughs> right? Why do you want them to come back? I mean, is it like a fireworks thing where it only lasts for a second, but it's just such a thrill while it's happening? No, I want my son to experience how hard life is. Look, he needs to learn somewhere. Yeah, you're right. Life is tough and then you die. Thank you very much for the call, Tony. Let's do one more and let's make it uh, Osbaldo in Southgate. And it does say Osbaldo, so I hope that's his name. Is that your name, Osbaldo? It's Osvaldo, actually. That's Osvaldo. Okay, all right. What's your product? You're the final call. Uh, hi, uh, so there was this candy that I used to buy from the ice cream truck in the late 90s, mm-hmm. and it was called Raven's Revenge. So what it was, it was like a pixie stick on crack, mm-hmm. and it used to come in a vial that looked like a, a tub, uh, a tube where you put blood. What? Yeah. It ha- it yeah. was like in a canister like that you would get your blood put Like a in, test tube? Oh. But they were all different yeah. bright colors. Yeah, and they took it off the market because... It came out on the news. It resembled the drug. It looked like an actual drug that kids were eating. Oh, I see. Okay. So so you want to bring that back. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, When you, whatever color you would eat, that was the color that your turd would come out. (laughs) That your poop would come out? Yeah. Green, red, blue. Oh, that's a miracle. That is. I can't believe. I know. I know. It's Baldo. Come on. Who are you talking to? (laughs) (laughs) Kevin and Bean. K Rock. Nope. Wait, don't no. even, don't I even say it. I hate you so much. Why do you hate me? I love that song so much. And now too. when I hear it, I'm just going to think of Bean throwing me under the bus. What? Here's what Throw happened. You under the bus. Here's what happened yesterday, Bean. Or Kevin. Kevin. Whichever one you are. <laughs> Whoever you are. I can't I'm, tell your I'm, voices. I'm apart. the one in the room. Okay. Yeah. So yesterday, Bean sends me a story and 
I didn't have a chance to read it or listen to the audio. And he goes, oh, we're playing Billie Eilish right now. Do it uh, for the first What's Happening. And I'm like, well, I haven't even listened to it yet. And he's like, it'll be fine. <laughs> so I set this whole thing up. That's a bad about, sign, by the way. Oh, 100%. Set this whole thing up with how Billie Eilish was on uh, the Hot, Hot Ones. ones mm-hmm. And she had to eat the Hot Wing and blah, blah, blah. And the guy that does that show did a remix of the sounds that she was making during it. And okay. she was like, so, wait till you hear it. Wait till you hear it, oh, you guys. it's a banger. Uh, screams, laughs, like different burps, all these sounds mm-hmm. remixed in. And then... Okay, now before you hit uh-huh. it, though, Kevin, if you read that description, wouldn't you then be interested in hearing what it sounded like? I believe so, but it yeah, seems like an oversell. I you Well, I your... totally would want to know, because yeah. A, Bean sent it to me so pumped, you can't let it go by and not do it <laughs> right now. Even though, Allie, true. you haven't listened to it yeah. to make sure it's amazing. Now, in in the middle of a I song, he'll yell at us sometimes. I hadn't listened to it either, though. Well, <laughs> and that yeah. became very apparent when this happened. <laughs> No, wait for it, Kevin. No, wait. You're going to get the, the screams get the and, the, and the burps and the, the laughs. Oh, no. It's just oh, the same? Okay. 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 Well, here it comes. It'll, it'll, okay. It's coming. Yeah, here's it's drop. coming right So now. far, I love it. Here's the drop. Uh, here it comes. The real good part that's different. Hold on. Okay, not yet, okay. but I need it right some point. Right here. Oh, yeah. New yeah. drop. Okay, no. Still sounds the same. Um, just want to clarify. Yeah. Bean didn't listen to nope. it. No. You didn't listen nope. to it. And no. we just threw it on. Sure yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here it comes. Here it comes. Okay, this is a good here part. Here it is. Nope. That's it. <laughs> Why? Yeah. How come? Yeah. How? But, but how who? come you I don't but it, didn't? At but least how? This is what I love about Bean, though, yeah. is that. He'll send it, having not listened mm-hmm. to it, and then harass you yes. until yeah, you, you do it. Yeah, you gonna play that? You gonna play that? You he doesn't play that even here. know what it is. Play it here. Yeah, literally, we were playing bad guy, and he's like, "Ali, you need to do the story." And I said, "I don't. I haven't listened to it yet." Oh, 30 seconds. I'm like, "Okay, fine. Let me click on the article." So I'm literally reading the article, and I'm getting excited to hear it. Right? It's got all these different sounds. No. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. At least we did play it throughout the whole what's happening. I would oh, just yeah. keep pointing at mugs at like really inopportune times. Wow. So it made us laugh. Yeah. But I mean, in the I end, we won. We won. I don't, uh, like define we, one. We didn't get the most out of whatever sound she right. was making while eating the hot wings. Right. Though. Unless she only, she only made this sound? Maybe. Yeah. I, mean, I guess. It's a jam, though. I can't. It really is. It's not insane. a remix that elevates the song. No. Right. Right. All right. And I'm, I blame Omar somehow. You really did. You're like, oh, did Omar not listen? He just laid it down? That was your fault, Bean. All of it. <laughs> look. Look. No look. look. Oh, look. She's right. Uh, it was amazing. Let me, let me hear it again, though. Maybe the problem oh, is... Oh, yeah. With fresh ears. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Nope. See, still the now same. You guys, now you get it. Nope. But I still think the, the same. The point is that you harass people to do stuff that you haven't heard. Yeah. That's actually true. All right. All right. I, I see your point. Yeah. Okay. You guys, I did this story earlier, and it brings me so much joy. We talk about it all the time. You see someone's name trending, you immediately think, oh, they're dead, or B, they've been me too'd, or C, they murdered someone. There's no in-between. No other way. But this is some of the best news. Alex Trebek is calling it, quote, kind of mind-boggling. But the Jeopardy host says he's in near remission 
three months after he announced his stage four pancreatic cancer diagnosis. Don't let the cancer fool you. He's an asshole. No, he is not. Mm. Uh, that cancer not, has a nine. That's not- supposed to happen nine percent survival rate wow. with stage four like it's it it takes you absolutely i think he's a pussy he is not uh <laughs> doctors said that they haven't seen this kind of positive result in their memory some of the tumors have already shrunk by more than 50 percent. that's amazing unbelievable he is, a dick. he is none of those things he's wonderful alex trebek says he's has several more rounds of chemo but he remains in very good spirits he is a prolific, if you will, liar and killer and murderer. He is none of those things. He He's either. a wonderful host yeah. and a delightful man. And I want him to live forever. And I'm just so happy, you guys. He's my favorite producer in the world because I'm really into mm-hmm. musical production and beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think he's the, he's the number one when it comes to that. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Same. Bean, you know what a CPN is over there in Britain? A CPN, uh, doesn't nothing comes to mind? Okay, well, it's a community projection notice. Um, oh, they were, don't know what that is. They were introduced in 2014. Um, they can be issued by local councils to prevent residents from disrupting the lives of their neighbors. Here's the thing. You better be careful over there in Britain of how you express yourself, even in your own home. If you're crying too loudly... That's a problem. Really? Uh-oh. My new neighbors better look out then. That's what I'm saying. You could be crying loudly, arguing, just listening to music a little bit too loud. Mm-hmm. Watching any kind of TV show too loud. Anything, and you are going to get a CPN. In the movies, villains mm-hmm. always have British accents, even the Nazis. How is that fair? <laughs> uh, but how would you respond if, let's say, I banged on your door, I'm a Bobby, those are police, <laughs> and I'm like, sir... Why are you crying so much? What would you say? Because you keep harassing me by banging on the door day and night. Oh, I'm, so just try, I'm just trying to live over here quietly, and you make so much noise. It's a twist. He says you are knocking on the door too much. Right. The police are I'm knocking throwing it on right the... back at you. Okay, so it's like a chicken egg situation. Are you, yes. Are you positive you understood that? I don't think you want to... <laughs> um, Come at the police uh, so soon into moving there. So Look let's... at you. You don't even carry guns. I could probably take you. <laughs> <laughs> what do they have? They have little sticks, right? Yeah, just little They're like sticks. the Keystone cops. Right. Yeah, they they're, not even, they're not even real cops. But, sir, why are you crying so much? I'm unemployed. <laughs> I, had a, real. I had a good job back in America, and I left it to follow my dreams. <laughs> Is there anything we can do for you, sir? You could, you could make me a cuppa. Just a nice cuppa and some soup. soup? Really? Soup I, had no accent. It was just elongated. Just some soup. Was, some soup. Just some soup. I just, I need hot beverages. <laughs> soup. Why am I spending so much time talking to the cops? And they have concerns and you don't care about them. Oh, gosh, you're a delight. Do I need to do a podcast to be yes. sitting in my apartment yes. in Britain not oh having a job? Yes. I, would, yes. I would listen to it all day. But with yeah. an accent, right? But with I the accent. You have to go yeah. in and out, Without for sure. the accent, I'm out. Yeah. But, oh, I'm so mm. sad. <laughs> I'm so I, sad. What have I done? I had a great job back home. <laughs> Such a sad podcast. <laughs> it's just the same thing every day. 
Even Elliot Smith here is in like, that's too much. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's uh, going to hear oh, it, though. bad but, news, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'd wake up like on day 354 and I'd go, I still don't have work. <laughs> looks he like has, has I'm on changed. the internet. It looks like they're having a good time at K-Rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe maybe this just got sad. It kind of did. Uh, okay. Uh, real quick, you guys. Another day, another, another dating term. This one, a little bit creepy. Is this from Mr. Slang? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, do you know what Tinstagramming is? Tinstagramming? Mm-hmm. Uh, you take a picture of, of boobs? Tinder with an ND. Oh, I'm sorry. Look, all right, it's God. all boobs to be. Is it, is it checking out their Instagram after seeing them on Tinder? Yes, but it's oh. because they didn't swipe on you, so there wasn't a match. So you then find them and essentially stalk them on Twitter and then DM them. Oh, I know someone that where that happened to, and they dated for a long time. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow, that's weird. Well, this dating expert, uh, Samantha Burns, says essentially it's. It's you going to their house, to their <laughs> Instagram because of a bruised ego. Yeah. They didn't swipe on you. So you're like, I'll show them. And it's a less conventional way of boosting your chances now because you're like, oh, you didn't swipe on me. I'll find you over at Instagram and harass you there. Wait, and that's so, supposed to help? Uh, it's creepy. Yeah, no. it's creepy. I, I thought yeah. it was weird, but I know someone where weird. I know someone where they they didn't get married or anything, but they dated for a while and he he was like, Oh, I was really into her, and then to find out we didn't match, bummed me out. So I went to her Instagram and DM'd her and was like, I saw you on this dating app. Wow. We didn't match. I'd love to But take let you me out. ask mm. you guys this question, and this isn't me being creepy, but this is me sure. not knowing anything mm-hmm. about dating apps. Is it possible for somebody to think, wow, I thought that we would match. I wonder if she just missed it. I wonder if she just didn't see it. <laughs> Says the guy most no, like likely said, to do this. No, like I said, I don't know anything about dating apps. Is it possible that somebody can have have indicated interest in you and you it, you're, you get so many of those that you just don't see or spend any time or pay any attention to all of them? What I would rather have them say in that case would be mm-hmm. something like, I, well, actually, I just want them to pretend they didn't see me on the dating app. Right. Just oh, just Instagram. missed it altogether. Yeah. 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 Just in general. Okay. Like, oh, I saw you on Instagram. Thought you were cute, but you know, deep down, your relationship is built on lies. Oh my okay. God! I got to see me a boob. Oh okay. yeah. I didn't, oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't just say right. that. So, so Instagram. So you're saying it's just it's creepy. There's no way that this no. isn't creepy. No. Okay. Yeah, it seems a bit creepy. I'd ra- yeah, like I'd just rather you pretend you never saw me on the dating app, and we Correct. started over yeah. on Instagram. Absolutely. Perfect. And again, everything's built on a lie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Everything. Yeah. From top There's to that, bottom. Which is fine. Top to bottom, uh, total curse of life. I'm so lucky I'm married, you guys. Yeah. You think? Yeah. There it is. It's a jam. It is. It's a bomb. Mm. It is a jam. And it certainly had everything I promised it would have in it. You, uh, you <laughs> certainly lived up to the hype. Oh, happy birthday. Rupert Everett, Annette Benning, Noel Gallagher, Danny Elfman, Scary Spice, Melanie Brown, Laverne Cox, and Daniel Tosh. And that's what I love. Thanks, Ellie. And your drive home today, listen to commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, random act of helpfulness, me, SoCal helpful <laughs> Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, Kevin, what about Kevin? <laughs> An all-new Kevin and Bean show with uh, Jensen's Get Up on this, like we do on Thursdays. We also check in with Dr. Drew. And the very funny Jordan Klepper joins us in studio. So that's tomorrow morning. This is the Kevin and Bean Show. L-A-N-O-C's Alternative Rock. K-R-O-Q. Never let me slip, because if I slip, then I'm slipping. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.